When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. You are listening to Any Given Sunday for Sunday, September 19th, 2021. I am your host, Manny Brown, not joined by my co-host this week. Uh, I'll explain why here in a little bit, but I am I am glad to be joined by an OG of the show. If you if you go back to the days when I didn't have a co-host, um, one of my frequent guests on this show was a was a guy named Ronald Taylor. But you know him better. The world knows him better as Baylor the Great. Mr. Baylor. What's going on, man? Welcome back to Any Given Sunday. It's, and it's been a minute, and I'm trying to understand why it's been that long. But, hey, everything's understandable. Hey, well, first of all, listen, listen, man. You are a celebrity in these streets, man. So you are a hard person to, you are a hard person to get a hold of sometimes, too. You know, between clothing lines, podcasting, you know, being a, a, an L.A. socialite. You know what I'm saying? You are a hard person to get a hold of. So, you know, that that's that's part of the deal. Nah, man, it has been a it has been a minute. That's that's my fault. But uh, but you know, I, I text I would, you. I would, I would give you. I would give you that, and I appreciate the compliments. But you got a direct line to me. You got the bat. You got the bat mobile. I mean, I bat, just, you got the bat cave number. I feel you. I feel you. Hey, like I said, that's my fault, bro. That's my fault. You know what I mean? Sometimes you, you know, you get, you know, you 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 trying to get the the podcast thing going, and you're so buried in your work that you don't even. That's my fault. That's my yeah. fault. But you here now, though. You here now. You here now. You picked up the phone. I I I, I took you up on your offer. I, I turned on the bad signal. You answered promptly, and mm. I appreciate that, man. So yeah, welcome back to the show, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, man. It feels good to be back. I know we're about to talk about a lot of W's that's going on around here now. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, how's the family? How's everybody doing? Everybody good on your, around your way? Yeah, the family is good. Um for some reason today, my kids wanted to turn into like bank robbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you just love their random games? It's, it's yeah. Cool. It just comes out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, sure. I guess <laughs> Yeah, my, my daughter, my, we, you know, we had two packages that came like a couple of weeks ago. We kept the boxes. Mm-hmm. My daughter turned that into like a, a community. So, I mean, look, I will say this. If we ever go homeless, I don't think we're going to have an issue because, like, the way my daughter knows how to work these boxes is just mm-hmm. crazy. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Health wise, everybody's good. Everybody's straight. Corona, all that good stuff. Everybody's uh, everybody's good. Right. To the best of my knowledge. Cool. Cool. I appreciate that. All right. Well, for those of you that are wondering, Josh is not on the show this week. Uh, he had a death in the family, unfortunately, so he could not do the show 
uh, this week. Hopefully, hopefully, God willing, if he's ready as well. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, our condolences, both of our condolences to Josh and his family. Hopefully, uh, everything is okay. And, uh, you know, keep your head up, bro. Really uh, mean that from the bottom of our hearts, both our hearts. Um, And yeah, hopefully he'll be back next week on the show. God willing. If not, we we uh, we will soldier on without him. Uh, until until we get until he gets back but uh but yeah like i said we got my man baylor on the show and uh yeah man let's get right into it man let's let's recap this wild wild week of nfl football first and for those that don't know my man baylor is a huge huge raider fan we'll talk about the game specifically man, but how you feeling about your raiders so far man are you uh i'm assuming you got to be happy with hey, uh, what you see i mean i'm happy but um We've been underachieving for a while. So, I mean, it's good that to know that they've started off 2-0 against two great competitors in the AFC. Um, mm-hmm. As you can see, the, the team that we did beat week one opening up uh, just took down one of our biggest rivals. So, that's a plus as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it, I, it feels good, but it's like I'm also a Raiders fan. At the same time, right. so I know at any given time we could we could crash and burn because we almost even in two games that we played uh, we could have lost those because of stupid penalties and that's what we're known for is fighting stupid penalties, uh, you know that that's part of our mystique. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, yeah, let's not bury the lead. Let's start with your team, Raiders and the Steelers played a very entertaining game uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, Raiders win that game 26-17 to go to a record of 2-0 and while the Steelers fall to 1-1. and uh, Derek Carr had a major, major performance, really played well, really balled out, really outplayed uh, Ben in his building, which was, uh, I think, surprised a lot of people. Really put up some points against that Steeler defense. And, uh, you know, Raiders come away with a very good, tough victory. Um, you know, talk about Derek Carr, talk about his performance uh, this game and especially these first two games. Derek Carr, uh, shout out to my boy, J.O. Like uh, Raider fans know that Derek Carr is probably the best quarterback we've had since uh, Rich Gannon. Um, and that that is, you know, when you get certain players like that, no matter where you go, kind of like Charles Woodson um, and, and a couple of other players that play for other organizations, you will always be a Raider. And I think uh, while, while he's uh, still in our uniform, he will always be a Raider, especially like the last two games showed that, I mean, this is why we stuck with him. You know what I mean? We got reinforcement, you know, by picking up Super Mario. Um, but, you know, every team should have a great backup. Um, but Carr is, you know, he he's one of those cats in a way, not, not as far as careers, you know what I mean, or accolades, but – um, it's kind of like similar to when we got Kobe in a Lakers jersey. We we watched him grow up, and yeah. that's what, and that's what we're doing with Carr right right now. Like we've watched him grow. You know what I mean? And he's had his elite moments throughout his uh, career. the the biggest The biggest highlight of his career was the season of 2016, which also was probably the worst because he ended up getting injured uh, when we were on a playoff uh, run. Well headed to the playoffs. Yeah. And um, that was his MVP year. So hopefully, you know, uh, by the grace of God, we can stay as healthy as we can. Um, speaking of the Steelers and 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 uh, uh, the Ravens, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, just like we are. 
But, you know, if, if we can stay healthy and he can stay consistent like this, we'll be talking about another possible MVP run. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've always been a fan of Derek Carr. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's a guy that he's kind of a lot of unjust criticism. Um, he has, he's had his moments where he's been inconsistent throughout his career. It's, it's, it's interesting, man. He's kind of had the same kind of star-crossed career that uh, Carson Wentz has had, mm-hmm. where they've had moments of, like, absolute brilliance, and then they've had injuries and inconsistent play. Um, but, yeah, he, he seems to be figuring it out. I think he seems to finally – you saw it last year for sure, and I think he's just carried that over into this season. I think he's finally started to get adjusted to Gruden's system. Um, so I think that's finally – that transition and that that adjustment is finally working. And, uh, yeah, man, I think – and they finally got some weapons for him too. Um, it seems to – you know, obviously he's always had that connection with uh, Waller, but now Ruggs is starting to show out. Uh, you know, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards. These are guys that are that are all starting to kind of show up. Young receivers that are all kind of t- starting to come into their own. So, yeah, the Raiders have been impressive, man. You know, and to win today, I mean, look, going into Pittsburgh is never easy to win. Um, but to go in there, win that game, a tough game against that defense, put up the points that they did, 26 points, uh, which doesn't seem like a lot. But, again, against that stout defense, you know, that that's very impressive. And, uh, you know, I give them credit, especially, especially without being arguably without their best player in Josh Jacobs. That's uh, – that's a that's a huge win for them. That's a huge win. It's a huge confidence boosting, uh, uh, you know, win. You know, they had 425 total yards. Um, you know, 373 passing yards, 52 rushing yards, but that was to be expected. Uh, 6.6 yards per play. Uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, I was impressed with the Raiders in that performance today. Um, that was really, that was really impressive. Anything else that stands out about this game? Well, see, the thing that stands out to us Raiders fans the most is that, we, and we've been knowing this for a while, Derek Carr has never had a number one receiver. Yep. Never had a number one receiver. And the receivers that we got now, with all due respect, Renfro was my guy. Zay Some Jones. would argue Amari Cooper. Some would argue Amari Cooper. <sighs> I mean, well, I mean, we drafted him to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just because you get drafted that high – and you have the opportunity to be the number one guy on a particular team, don't make you an elite receiver. All right. Yeah. So, so I should take that back. We've never had an elite receiver on our team. So, I mean, now we got we got Waller, who's arguably a top two, top three tight end. Um, and, and of course we got Jacobs. Uh I guess you can call him arguably a top 10 running back. Um yeah. But he's never had that, you know, when we did have Antonio Brown, I was extremely happy because I was like, this is going to be our first, it's going to be the first time he actually has an elite receiver uh, in his corner. That didn't happen. So that's why we give Carr a lot more credit uh, on this side is because we see him just going above and beyond trying to win games with the weapons that's just given to him. You know what I mean? So another thing I want to point out is our defense. Uh, Still undisciplined, but they're making plays in clutch moments. You know, we're not going to shut it. We're not going to shut anybody down. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But I'm proud and 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 I'm glad to say that they've showed up in critical moments that usually they will break down. You know what I'm saying? Penalties. Or just downright just give up a gang of points, but they've hold, they've held it down with us the past two games. 
Yeah, like I said, I was very impressed with the Raiders this past week. Um, that was a that was a that was a good week, and and they listen, they beat two of the uh, the AFC stalwarts and the Ravens, and, and now the Steelers in back to back weeks. So you know, hopefully the Ravens are or, oh, Ravens, the Raiders are building something uh, good there, and you know they could be a lot better than I think people think. So yeah, credit to your team, man. Hopefully it continues. Uh, they play the Dolphins next week, so that should be a very interesting matchup. Um, yeah, man. Uh, like I said, nothing else to say about that game. Um, I figure we start with the Raiders, since that's your squad, but we'll go in order as far as games. So we'll go back to Thursday night, Giants and Washington. Washington winning a very thrilling game, 30-29 to over the New York Giants. Hmm. A wild game. Uh, crazy game. But, yeah, what did you? What, what, what stands out to you about this game? Uh, Danny Dimes. Like, <laughs> he, is, he is one of those, like, I want to – like I like Danny Dimes, but I want yeah. him to I want Danny Dimes to win. I want him to win. You know what I mean? But he makes it very difficult at times. Um the Giants is gonna struggle. We already knew that coming into the season. And Washington is just one of those teams where um I mean, if they gotta rely on a defense, that's gonna mm-hmm. be a bit much. But that front line is that front line is cold. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Washington's an impressive team, man. They they've got a really good defense. I mean, they're a Ron Rivera coach team, right? They're they're a very good defense. Uh they 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 don't beat themselves and uh you know they just they just play a solid crisp football, you know, style of football. So credit to them, credit to Ron Rivera. The Giants, I mean, listen, Daniel Jones is a problem, but he played well. 22 of 32, 249 yards, one TD. Um, he played well. He wasn't the issue. And then he also rushed for 95 yards. So, you know, listen, he played well. I think they, you know, they, they have other issues on the Giants. At least this week, Daniel Jones is not amongst them. You know, Saquon Barkley still doesn't look like he's fully healthy. Uh, those receivers are not playing up to par. Um, the offensive line, while better this past week, um, still still had some moments of uh, of weakness. So, you know, and then Joe Judge, um, I think the jury's still out on him as a coach. I mean, I talked about it with Josh last week. He's a Giants fan. He is not a, a Joe Judge fan. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think the Giants have a lot of issues, man. I mean, they're zero two. I think for this for the fifth time, you know, th- third or fourth time in the last five years. I saw some crazy stat like that. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. The Giants have a lot of issues right now. Can can they figure out? Can they figure it out? Do you actually believe in this team? Because there was a lot of people that had the Giants as a as a postseason contender this season. And so far, over two, I mean, they still have they have some time to get their season right. But, you know, it's not looking good so far, you know, so far out the stretch. Do you do you still believe in this Giants team? Believe <laughs> <laughs> as much as as much as you believed in them anyway. <laughs> believe though, no, like I don't even I don't believe that they even can make it, which they did, uh, but I don't even think they can make it entertaining. I don't believe that, that they'll make it entertaining. Um man, it, their problems start before they even get on the field. So yeah. once they clean up their front office, yeah, then we then we can talk. But no, I don't I don't believe in anything. Yeah, I'm with you. I I didn't I didn't buy the Giants playoff love that they were getting in the preseason, and uh, you know nothing that I've seen over two weeks has has convinced me otherwise. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I mean, they do play in a quote, you know, an average division at best. So, you know, maybe they can write some, you know write some of their problems and they'll have a chance. Um, 
you know, barring injury, barring these teams not playing up to snuff. But again, I, I just don't see it with the Giants. They do play the Falcons next week, another team that has their own issues. So we shall see. It's a good opportunity for the Giants to get on the win column. But uh, who knows? They play the Falcons at home. They should, should, keyword should win that game. But you never know with this Giants team. I mean, it just, there's just, there's just, it's just something, it's just a vibe about that team that just isn't right. You know what I mean? It just, yeah, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like all of the, uh, all of the T's and the I's are crossed and dotting. It just doesn't feel like it's it's, it's all there with that team. So we'll see, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we will definitely and see. And then what about the Redskins? You know, Redskins, the Washington football team. Um, do you <laughs> think this this team, I'm still getting used to it. Um, do you think this team has a shot to win that division? It, it, we Look, Manny, we could put a team together right now and we'll have a shot. Of winning the, the the NFC East, I, that is the that is the nastiest division in football. <laughs> like it's pathetic over there, and and I, and I know Dallas just you know they won earlier today, impressive, but nah, I'm yeah. not looking for nobody there. If you could actually just give another team a chance to make it make it to the to the playoffs and just eliminate that whole division, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I second that. I second that. All right, man. Uh, we're going to go to my uh, my squad for a second. Jets, Patriots. The Patriots win 25 to 6. Boy, um, the score is deceiving. <laughs> the score is very deceiving. I will say that. I thought the Jets defense played a lot better than the final score will entail. This game was was about one person and one person only. Zach Wilson. He uh, no, 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 no sugarcoating it. He played like shit. He did not play well. Um, I'll give him a little bit of a pass. It's his second career start, first career, you know, first start at home playing against Belichick. So it was a recipe for disaster already. But yeah, man, four interceptions. You you just you you can't. uh, He played about as worse of a game as he possibly could have played. So how do y'all feel about him, though? Like overall, how do y'all feel about him? I think overall the fan base is very excited about him. I've kind of taken the the measured approach with him where I'm taking the wait and see approach because I love Sam coming out of college. You know, I love Mark Sanchez coming out of college. You know, I even love Hackenberg coming out of college. So that shows what I know about quarterbacks, right? Um, so I'm taking the measured approach with him. You know, I can't sit here and say that I watched every single game that he played at BYU. I did not. Um, obviously, I started kind of latching on to him as, as the season progressed. And, you know, you know, once I found out once once I knew we were out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, I definitely started paying attention a little bit more to him. And then, of course, the bowl game got everybody excited and he balled out against, you, you know, UCF. And then, of course, the whole draft, the pre-draft lead up and everything like that. So basically, basically, since, you know, the end of last season's, co- you know, last football, last college football season till now, I've been following him along. And look, there's things to love about him. You love the arm. You love the playmaking ability. Um, you just wonder if his game transitions into the NFL. And look, he had a really good, strong debut overall. Um, I know he had a first, you know, I know the first half he he didn't really play well last week, but he he definitely turned it up late third quarter into the fourth quarter. So he had an overall solid debut and you expected that to kind of carry over into this game. And it just didn't. He just did not play well today. Again, I'm not going to I'm not going to bash him again. It's a second start. It's a second start. He's a rookie quarterback. You know, as well as I know that when you have you, you when you have rookie quarterbacks, you're going to have to live with those ups and downs, those ebbs and flows. Um, That's a fact. 
You know, he, he, I, I think, you know, if you look at the four interceptions, I think three of them were no doubt about it. His fall over four, you know, trying to be too aggressive, forcing throws. I mean, that fourth one was just probably one of the worst throws I've ever seen, literally ever seen a quarterback make. I, I don't know what the fuck he was looking at or throwing at, but it just, it was just bad. Um, the, the second one he threw, um, Corey Davis had to catch that. That, that should have been a catch. I don't, you know, I don't know what Corey Davis, you know, was doing there. So, but that goes on a docket on Zach Wilson's locket. So it is what it is. And it's a shame, man, because I really thought we could have won this game. I, I thought our defense showed up. I thought our defense played absolutely well. Our defense has been the strongest unit so far this season. Um, I thought our offensive line, which was a mess last week, honestly played really well for the most part. Um, I thought we ran the football. I thought when Zach Wilson didn't turn the ball over, we were moving the ball against a, a tough Patriots defense. So that's the thing that, you know, that's the that's the issue that I have with with today's performance is that if if Zach Wilson you know turns down the turnovers by you know even just by two, <laughs> you know we have a chance in that game to win it. So it is what it is though. Twenty five to six. Give give credit to the Patriots. I honestly wasn't really that impressed with them. To be fair, I mean, I thought they did what they were supposed to do, but I can't sit here and tell you that I was like super impressed with the Patriots. Um, they have a really good defense, but I think they have, I, I think their defense is not impenetrable i think they you know they're a solid defense but it's not impenetrable like i said we moved the ball against them so yeah it is what it is man shout out to the patriots damian harris had that 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 amazing run where he broke like 16 goddamn tackles i don't know what the defense was doing on there i think the defense was just deflated at that point because i think that was right after um zach wilson threw his fourth interception or third interception. it might have been a third or fourth one i don't know i've lost track but uh i think the defense <laughs> i think the defense was just deflated there but yeah man listen that qb rating got to be bad oh man listen oh man yeah it's uh and y'all in a division i mean besides besides buffalo man and buffalo is not a clear clear cut runaway that's a wide open division too yeah, it's a wide open division. I mean, now the the injury with Tua puts the Dolphins in a little bit of a precarious situation. Listen, I I'm a realistic Jeff fan. I, I listen. I said it before the year started. I I picked the Jets to go five and twelve, six and eleven. Um, I think they'll be improved. Obviously, they'd be improved from the disaster that was Adam Gase. But you know, I, I had no delusions here. Like I, this is a rebuilding team. This is a team that's, that's, you know, this is a team that's gearing towards 2022, 2023, not 2021. Obviously you want to see progress. This year is about Zach Wilson. If he shows out and he plays well, you know, this year was a success in my eyes. Um, there's other, there's other issues with the Jets, man. I don't understand the Denzel Mims situation. I don't know what the hell is going on there. To me, you have a healthy young player that is skilled and is talented and you're not playing him. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand that situation and no one's been able to give me an answer. The beat, the beat writers have asked the Jets front office. No one's given a clear answer. You get a lot of like talking out of both sides and the neck and preparation and this, that, and I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. That's something that needs to be monitored. Um, never, yeah, I, never, never underestimate the ego of the coaches the coaching staff, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get, I get it. I mean, I understand, uh, but to me, if you're the Jets, man, you need all the offensive weapons that you need that you can get. You're not in a position to, you know, you know, basically be, you know, hostage diddy when it comes to wide receivers and the skill position players at this who, rate. Who, who's your offensive coordinator over there? Uh, um, Michael Floor, so Matt Lafleur's brother. 
And he's been, I mean, he's been okay. I, I don't understand why Braxton Berrios is getting 11 targets. I don't understand that. I mean, he did have a good game. Braxton's nice. He's a decent, solid receiver, man. But when you got, you know, you, but again, Jeff Smith, the immortal Jeff Smith is getting two targets and Denzel Mims is inactive. I just don't understand that. I, I don't get that. To me, that is a poor, that's poor roster management. If that's happening, that's poor coaching. That's poor roster management. Like, I don't understand it. Like to me, he's healthy. As far as I know, he's healthy. He's he's got a clean bill of health, and you're just not playing this man. I, I don't I don't understand it. Where was Keenan Cole? Like you signed him in the offseason to be kind of your 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 you know another weapon, you know, similar to kind of Jamison Crowder to be a kind of a protection blanket for for Zach Wilson. He barely saw any touches today. So Corey Davis, obviously, he was shut down. Belichick takes away your best weapon, so that was going to happen. I, I just, yeah, I I I have some real issues with what the Jets did today offensively as far as play calling, as far as some of the decisions. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is, man. They go to Denver next week. That should be an interesting matchup. Denver is... And I'm going to need y'all assistance on that because Denver is getting on our nerves right now. We'll see. We'll see. It's a, you know, it's an interesting game going on the road, young quarterback, hostile environment. Who knows? Um, the thing that gives me hope in that game is, listen, Zach Wilson played probably the worst game any quarterback could have. So just just law of averages would tell you he's bound to have at least a better game. Is that, than he in, had last is that in Denver? It's in Denver. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's in Denver. Denver's got a tough defense. We shall see. Like I said, I'm not... I'm not going out there making any bets, but hopefully, but but the thing that gives me credit, the defense has played well. The offense seems to be a little bit better. It, again, avoiding the turnovers. Um, Salah looks like he has an idea. He's, a, he's I mean, Salah, even through two games, I know he's 0-2. He's clearly an upgrade over Adam Gase, but that's not saying much. Um, so yeah, listen, the Jets have some work to do. And look, the Patriots, you know, give them credit. They did what they were supposed to do. They 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 won a game that they needed to, and they played Patriot football. Mac Jones was efficient, 22 of 30, 186 yards. Damian Harris had 16 carries for 62 yards. James White, 20 yards. You know, they did what they were supposed to do. Again, I wasn't too impressed with them. They were just kind of meh, you know. So, hey, it's it's the Patriots win a nondescript game. So credit to them. It, it counts as a W. They're one and one. And, uh, you know, we'll just go from there. Um. What are your thoughts on this Patriots team, real quick, before we move on? Uh, well, I mean, clearly it's just it's a, it's not the Patriots team that I'm used to seeing on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays. Um, Belichick has really uh, shown his card <laughs> the past couple of years without Brady, so um, it's not the same anymore. That's one of the teams that I hated the most, but I, I realized I hated that team the most when a certain quarterback was over there so um yeah it's kind of different because you know knowing their history um for the past couple of decades is just is 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 mind-boggling or whatever then you look over there in tampa and it's like it's like watching it's like watching that the new england team that i'm used to in a whole totally different state right now yeah Listen, Tampa, we'll get to them later, but Tampa, what's going on in Tampa is just unfair, man. I mean, they got so many goddamn weapons in Tampa. It's just ridiculous. They got dudes I forget about. Like, oh shit, I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember he was on the team. And like, and Brady, and Brady is like, he needs to just come out and tell us. He's got some type of special icy hot. Bro, just don't know about because are, are, are we testing for steroids and HGH in the NFL? I'm not yeah. listen, I'm not making any accusations. I don't want to get sued. But God damn, bro. I, will look, 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 <laughs> I, don't I don't understand this shit. 
But this is the cold part about it, though, man. I don't even care if he actually came out and told us himself that, yeah, I'm taking some substance. And I'm, I don't, for him to be at that age, and now he's talking about he's going to be playing until he's 50. Oh, man. Everybody used to think. And I used to think that was bullshit. I used to think it was cap a little bit, but yo, li- watching him now, he's just like, I, I, how, how do you put it past him? And, you know, I just, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we get there. Um, all right, let's move on to another AFC, AFC East matchup. Bills, Dolphins, uh, shellacking 35 to nothing. That wasn't um, even a game. That was just a fight. Yeah, that was, I mean, once Tua went out, you know, I mean, who knows? It could have been that same score even with Tua, but I'm not a big fan of Tua, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, Buffalo really put it on the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on this game? Nothing much. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing much to talk about with that. I mean, Buffalo basically took it out on Miami for what happened last week. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't even a game. Like, I, I, this was a fantasy fest for anybody that got some Bills players. But outside of that, once Tua went down, it's like, I don't, I don't even think it would have made a difference game-wise. But, um, yeah, fantasy-wise... If you had some Miami players, I feel bad for you. Yeah, uh, the numbers do not look great at all, man. And I'm actually surprised because the Dolphins have a really good defense. And uh, yeah, and honestly, I don't even think the Dolphins, I mean, you know, from the high, I didn't watch a lot of this game. So, but, you know, from the highlights, it just, it you know, just didn't look good for Miami, man. I mean, Devin Singletary had, you know, 13 carries, 82 yards. It looked like they had a great day rushing the football, which is surprising against that defense. Diggs had four, four, you know, four receptions for 60 yards and a TD. Josh Allen didn't really play well at all. Uh, that was kind of a common trend in the early game, you know, early on Twitter. Josh Allen was not playing as well as he should be. 179 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 17 of 33. Not exactly um, MVP-like numbers, but... Yeah. Hey, at the end of the day, they got a win and uh, against a division rival. They're one and one. The Dolphins are one and one. And yeah, the Dolphins have some issues, man. I mean, have they announced anything with Tua yet? I know that I know that I know I heard Michael Florio say the x-rays came back negative. Uh, No, no update on this end. Um, But I don't think I doubt if he plays next week. Yeah. I, I doubt that too. The way he looked uh, being carted off the field, yeah, that doesn't. Who's the backup? Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Damn, Jacoby Brissett. I need him to play next. I need Tua to play next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bills travel. Oh, the Bills are at home against Washington next week, and the Dolphins. Oh, that's gonna be like that's gonna be a dog fight right there. And then you guys play the Dolphins next week. The Raiders yeah, we play, play the Dolphins. Yeah, we play. That's why I said I need Tua to play. Yeah, so yeah, the Dolphins are in some trouble, man. Uh, and and letting letting Fitzpatrick go seems now obviously obviously Fitzpatrick's hurt now, so kind of makes that point moot. But you know, having a situation, I mean, you just can't depend on this kid, man. Tua is a guy that just is never healthy. I mean, even going back to his college days, college, he's just yeah. never stay never able to stay on the field. So that's a huge concern if you're. A Dolphins fan. I know a lot of people on Twitter and and social media in general are screaming about now the Dolphins should be on the phone with with Houston right now trying to get Deshaun Watson. Honestly, I I just don't see the Deshaun Watson thing happening this year. The Texans are not playing him. That's a PR nightmare if you make that trade right now. Because anyway, first of all, you don't know what 
what this situation is going to be right now. Like you just don't know. This is a this is a legal battle. Twenty two cases, lawsuits is going up to courts and yeah. state state district, you know, state courts and all that other shit. Like yo, you can't even if you're the Dolphins, you can't even you can't even go down that road. Even obviously. We all know how great Deshaun Watson is, but you can't take that chance right now. You don't even know. You don't know if this guy. You definitely don't know if he's going to play next year. This year, hell, we don't know if he's going to play next year. We don't know if he's going to be in the jail. Like that's the thing. We don't even. We don't know what's going on. And I, but I see, I see, I see this going uh, a couple of ways. And one of those ways, it might go to Kareem Hunt way, where don't be so quick to want to trade for him because you might end up being able to pick him up if the Texans don't want to be in that situation. Press wise, brand wise, they might just drop them. And I know that's a that's a huge name to drop, but it's a possibility. And like you said, we don't know where we're going to see him come next year. I, yeah. I don't see him playing this year. Um, so nah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. he yeah, got he, in in some of these cases. He's don't he's dealing with his wallet right now. So facts. Facts. Yeah. No. Uh, Corey easily says uh, Cam Newton. I mean, yeah, that's a spot for Cam for sure. sure. Um, yeah, that, that's, yeah that's a spot a, for Cam. I mean, a good, that's a good look. That's a good look. I, that actually is a really good look. Um, you know, they I, def, I definitely would be on the phone for Cam. I mean, if you're letting Jacoby Brissett, you know, and the Dolphins are a team that have playoff aspirations. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm greedy. First of all, before we even get to. To South Beach, uh, Super Mario on IR. Cam, you could, <laughs> we, yo, what you wear, what you got going on, will they mess with that in Vegas? So you can come uh, here back up. Is, is Jacoby is uh, not Jacoby is uh, Derek Carr able to to deal with with Cam Newton as a backup? You know, Cam had his little interview last week where he told all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think he can. We we got Chucky over there. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be all right. Yeah. No, but I, I definitely think Miami should be placing a call, especially if if this Tua injury is long term. Um, uh, you 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 can't you can't pin your hopes on Jacoby Brissett. You know, no mm. disrespect, but you know he's not getting the job done. So, yeah, Miami's got some issues, man. Um, they're one and one, long season ago, but yeah, you you now you're out, now you're without your starting quarterback. Um, you know, I'd definitely be placing a call to to Cam Newton and the Bills. I know you mentioned it earlier. Um, are you high on this team? It doesn't sound like you are. Not as high as I was last year. Um, I I like them, um, and I and I can see them still being the the, the top team in the AFC East. Um, but for some reason, it's just they're just missing something. It's something I don't know what is missing though. I don't I don't know what it is. Yeah, I've been trying to think about it too. Um, you know, they have a pretty good offense. I don't think their mm-hmm. offense is great. I think they have a really I think they have a good offense. It's it's decent. I'm just still a little iffy about Josh Allen, man. He, he still has moments where I mess with Josh. he looks great. And then there's other days where it's like eh. yeah. there's still those there's still those bouts of inconsistency with him. And you would think for a guy that's now in his fourth year that got MVP love last year, you would think that those 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 bouts of inconsistency will be put in the past and they just have not so um yeah there is there, there is something missing with that team let me ask you a question who would you who would you take and and i really hate to do this based off of the both performances uh, mm-hmm. they had this year um but i'm just going to say overall uh would you take would you take Josh Allen or would you take Derek Carr i would take Derek Carr Okay. It's just me. I know that may seem 
sacrilege to some circles around the NFL because Josh Allen seems to be the golden boy for a lot of people. Um, I would take Derek Carr, man. I've always been a Derek Carr fan. I've always been, you know this, I've always been a Derek Carr defender. Um, I think he's a better quarterback than I think he's given credit for. And I think that people are now just starting to see that again. Like, oh shit, Derek Carr is good. Like, no, he's he's always been this good. He's had inconsistencies and he's had situations going on in his in his in his situation. But um me personally, I would take Derek Carr. Josh Allen has the talent. I think Josh Allen has more talent than Derek Carr. Just raw talent. Mm-hmm. But as a quarterback right now, now that's not saying in five years, Josh Allen won't be better than Derek Carr. That's not saying even next year, Josh Allen won't be better than Derek Carr. But I would say right now, I think I would still take Derek Carr. That's just okay. me. Um, and yeah, as far as the Bills, man, yeah, they're, they're definitely, <laughs> I guess Corey doesn't agree with me. Uh, as far as as far as the Bills, man, yeah, they are missing something. I don't know. They're de- I, I think it's on their defense, man. I don't think they have a big time defense. You know, their defense is solid, but I don't know if they've got a truly, you know, a, a big time defense to me. Um, you know, I yeah, there's something about that team. I'm with you. I, I can't really quite put my finger on it, but there's something about that team. But listen, it's their division to lose. I think I think it's between them and the Patriots, especially now with the uh the injury to the Dolphins and and the concern there with Tua. I think it's I think it's their division to win. I mean, I think it's a wide open division, like you mentioned it. So um, I think it's going to be those three teams fighting it out for the division. But I think you still got to give the edge to um, to Buffalo. So yeah, we'll we'll um, we'll see how this plays out. I, I I don't suspect that Josh Allen will play this poorly again. Um, so we shall see. Um, let's move on. Niners Eagles. Niners getting the win, seventeen eleven. To go to two and zero, while the Eagles fall to one one and one. Anything stand out for you from this game? I didn't really catch that game at all. I was getting uh, I was getting the the highlights and the updates, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't I don't. There are certain teams in the league that I absolutely can watch lose all the time, and Niners just being one of those teams. I hate the Niners, uh, so. <laughs> Oh, I wonder why. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, uh, I didn't watch too many of this game. I just saw the highlights and uh, 17-11. I mean, I guess the thing that stands out to me is the Eagles' defense. I mean, maybe they're legit. Uh, it's, it's crazy are, to think so. Are they? You know, maybe. I mean, you hold the Niners. I mean, I know the Niners aren't exactly a, an offensive juggernaut, but, you know, to hold the Niners to 17 points, um, it looks like the defense. I mean, I look at the numbers right now. Jimmy Garoppolo had a solid game, twenty-two of thirty, one hundred eighty-nine yards, one touchdown. You know, a I mean, typical I mean, you Garoppolo got, you game. Got, yeah, you got Jimmy G back there. I think they're down. Um, they're down a back though, right? Moser. Yeah, Mo- Moser is out. Moser yeah, is okay. out. Yeah. So they. Yeah, so Eli Mitchell's getting a lot of the bulk. The bulk of the carries. Yeah, I mean, so so besides the 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 number three tight end in the league. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Start a fight. They, they don't really. They don't really have much. So I, I don't want to give the Eagles too much credit, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I, I feel you. Uh, listen, but it looks like the Eagles do have the makings of a solid defense, or at least an improved defense. I mean, anything is an improvement over last year. I think the highlight of this game is Jalen Hurts. Um, there's still some levels of inconsistency with him. There's, you know, he's another one that's still kind of consistently inconsistent. Um, you know, there's days where you, where you love him. <laughs> there's other performances where you're like, 
Is this still the guy? I mean, he didn't have a terrible game, 12 of 23, 190 yards, but he didn't throw for any touchdowns. He did run for 82 yards. Um, I know some Eagles fans that I know, um, you know, kind of still, they still have some question marks about him, man, because he is inconsistent. There are moments where he just has moments of brilliance, and then he has moments he, where he he's just, still a youngster, though, man. He's still a youngster. He's still a youngster. Again, second game of the year, and it looks like it was a game, it was a competitive enough game where they probably could have won this game had it been for some, 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 some decisions and question marks and some plays and whatever. So, you know, Hey, I, listen, I think the Eagles have played, uh, you know, far better than I think anybody expected to start out right out of the gate. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see, to watch them. I mean, they're at one and one. I mean, listen, everybody in that division that they play in has a chance. So <laughs> it's, it's, you, you can't really rule them out. Um, Corey easily saying Eli Mitchell got hurt. So hasty got hurt too. So sermon fumbled on the first carry. So yeah. So the Niners got some injuries. So that probably played into the final score as well too. The Niners did it, did it, did experience some injuries to the running back. So it looks like the Niners are dealing with some, some injuries to start the year. Um, but yeah, listen, um, not much to say about this game. The Niners took care of business on the road and the Eagles while, while improve, I think still has some issues. So I don't think that's, there's much of a surprise there. Yeah. I think you agree. Yes, it was another bum fight. <laughs> uh, you really don't like the Niners, man. You really I don't, don't like the Niners. I, I mean, I don't like, I don't like the Eagles either. I, I hated, I hate that no, they got that that one championship because I used to every year I used to look at their trophy case. There <laughs> <laughs> was nothing in there. Now they got one. They oh, got one. Man, listen, they pay, they paid they paid in in blood. They paid in blood for that damn championship because ever since then it's just been. A respect though, because to have the backup come in there and just start slanging that thing like that, like that's impressive. Still, still one of the most amazing performances I can remember, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody expected that, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Rams and the Colts, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Rams, LA's other team. Um, yeah. Anything that stands out about this game? Yeah, I mean the the other LA team. We don't really consider it. Yeah. Um, I said that for I said that for effect. <laughs> you know what though? But the one thing that I do appreciate uh, or that I like though is that the Rams finally got them a uh, a quarterback. They got them a quarterback that fits. Um, they're dealing with injuries as well though. Yeah. Uh, the Colts. I would never. The Colts was always a team that I appreciated, obviously, because they had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time on their roster. But uh, they did take out my quarterback in a very important year. Uh, the Colts is – I think the Colts, they're a couple of players away. They got a solid running game over there. Um, the Rams – I don't really care about the Rams like that. The Rams and, and the Niners are, like, in the same boat, along with the Chargers. I hope I hope I, I it's good for the city though. I love to see the city get up for uh for football now. They 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 packing out Sophie so far. Um and it it'll be it'll be dope. I'm not gonna even lie to you if if the Rams can make some 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 noise and head back into the playoffs and things like that, that'll be good for the city, but I don't I don't too much care for them. <laughs> Have you been to SoFi yet? Uh, I was there before it was finished, so I haven't oh, okay. seen the, I haven't seen the finished product. Uh, but yeah, they in there though. How's the area around the, the stadium and stuff? Looks cool. Uh, I mean, not as 
not much has changed really around the area, actually. Uh, but if <laughs> that that is like its own world, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's kind of like you see it's kind of like Westwood in a way where yeah. like the UCLA, the campus is like a whole totally different world. But around it, it I, I mean, it's in a, I, w- I would say it's in a much better area than than SE is much better. Mm-hmm. Save that thought. We'll, we'll get into that later when we have an LA discussion. But um, yeah, listen, the Rams took care of business. I mean, the, the Rams look like they're the best team in that division. Probably one of the best teams in the NFC. That that, um, that division, though, and I don't that division is going to be a dogfight. I'm not going to be biased towards my division because we're playing pretty good as well. But that's a that's that division right there, boy. That's, that's going to be a war. That yeah. that division is going to be a war. I said it at the beginning of the year, and so far it's playing out. I think that division, top to bottom, best division in football. I'm not breaking any new any. I'm not breaking any news. I think everybody realizes that. Yeah, it's going to be a dogfight in that division. I, I I'm picking all four of those teams to make the postseason. I really am. I, I think <laughs> I think is that. I think it's that type of division, man. I really do. Um, yeah, the Rams played well. They took care of business. I'm, I'm surprised about the Colts, man. The Colts, to me, just they just can't seem to put it together. Carson Wentz is hurt again. Um, yeah, Carson they, Wentz, they, man. They, the, the, the Col- but, you know, the Colts, I, I kind of feel for them. You know what I mean? Because they, I mean, they haven't recovered kind of like SC, man. Like, they're one event took place and they never recovered from it. So like lo- losing their franchise quarterback like that, they just, you know, yeah, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. They just never recovered from that. Well, it's hard to, it's that, well, that just goes to tell you, man, these, these quarterbacks don't grow on trees, man. They just don't. <laughs> for, they for don't. Real, um, and, and Carson Wentz may be one of these guys, man, that he leaves a situation and they may get better and he goes to a situation and they get worse. I, I don't know what it is, man. Carson Wentz is just such an interesting figure to me, man, because this was a guy that, that, uh, you know, just a couple years ago, we talked about the Eagles and that Super Bowl run. I mean, there was a lot of people that thought he was the MVP of the league that year. And then to, to, you know, it just ever since Ben, it's just been such a such a whirlwind of a career and, you know, some ups, a lot of downs. It's just been a crazy thing, man. Do you do you still believe in him as a quarterback? Do you still think he's got the goods to be a franchise quarterback on that level? You know what I think it is? I think it was because of the he he played into that that underdog role. You know what I'm saying? Not playing mm-hmm. for a top program in college. You know what I'm saying? But coming out with the skill set to be a starter in the league. Um, but with the injuries and, and and he'll always he'll always have a tainted uh Super Bowl ring. You know what I mean? True. So with that, it's kind of like you played into the underdog role and you you look like the underdog still. But it's hard to, you know, and that's the kind of the, the issue that I have with Baker Mayfield too. It's like it's hard to still play into the underdog role when you when you're the number one pick or the number two pick in the draft. It's like right. it's like it don't even add up. It's like yeah, you were the underdog in college, but now you're like the top guy. Now you have expectation. Listen, I think the thing with Carson Wentz has been injuries, obviously number one, and I think I think he never recovered mentally from your you know your backup coming in and winning a championship and not just winning a championship but galvanizing an entire franchise and city um he just never recovered from it and i said it i said it at the time i said it on this show i said yo if i were the eagles i would i it was unpopular, but I would trade now obviously Foles has kind of gone back to being Nick Foles, so you know 
you know, that shows you how much I know, but I just think it's, it's just hard to, it's hard to, to welcome a guy back. Like, all right, guys, Carson Wentz is your guy. It's like, really? <laughs> you know, and I know they didn't make the postseason that following year and, you know, all that. So it's not, it hasn't been totally a disaster yet, but it just seems like he's, his career has just gone off the rails since that injury, man. And I don't know if it's just mental with him. I don't know. It's just like, he just has this like aura about him that just like bad luck just follows him. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not too many players in in sports in general who um, can come back from an injury and stay on that same level or be as elite as you used to be. Like, it's, it's difficult to do that. That's why you got to you got to tip your hat to players like uh, Katie or Russ who had like these injuries that could have been, you know, back in the day was catastrophic. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean, like. Um, a you know, a Adrian Peterson, yeah, and you know what I'm saying. So it's like you don't, you're not gonna find too many athletes that can come back from that. Hell, like even Derek Carr when he got hurt in 2016, he was he was Took dumb him a couple years. Yeah, Took him a yeah. Couple years, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, and then this, it might be the same thing with with him, but it seems like every year or something. It seems like every year is an injury. You know what I mean. So. And what you don't, and especially from a quarterback position, what you don't want is the moniker of being soft or being mm-hmm. injury prone. And I think that's mm-hmm. starting to follow. I mean, if, if 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 not already, I think it's following him. Where it's like, yo, is this guy reliable? Is this a guy? You know, your avail- availability is your best ability, man. You got to be able to post. You got to be able to play. Uh-huh. And it's just always something with that dude, man. And I feel bad for him because I think the kid still has talent, and I think he's, you know, when he's right, when he's upright. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback. But, you know, it's just been injuries and inconsistent and a little bit of bad luck sprinkled in. And it's just he's just never been able to really get his career back on track. So um, and I thought that this would be the perfect situation for him going back to his old offensive coordinator. I love Frank Reich as a head coach. I think the Colts are ready to win, like win big. Um, And uh, yeah, it just hasn't it just hasn't materialized. It's early. It is only just two games, so we'll see. But they have a tough schedule. You know, they'll be playing the Titans next week after after a, a after the Titans had a big win today. So you know, the Titans will be fired up to, you know, to um, you know, to play the you know play the division rivals. So it's uh, it is going to be interesting, man. The Colts are an interesting team because I had the I was high on the Colts. I, I was very high on the Colts team. The Colts were one of my sleeper teams this year, and uh, so far they've been letting me down, man. I've I've not been impressed with what I've seen so far. The defense has not played as well as it as I thought it should, and um, you know their offensives had some issues, of course. So we'll see. And then the Rams travel. You know the Rams play the Buccaneers at home next week, so that'll be a big time game. That's the, that is a marquee matchup that I cannot wait to dissect next week. So that that'll be a good one. So yeah, the Rams, the Rams keep chugging along, man. Two and zero. I think they're. I think. I think they're where. I think they're at where. Um, I think everybody expected them to be. So that should be interesting. So, um, yeah, and Stafford is fitting like a glove. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see the the progression of that team. I I think the and like I said, that division is a war. That division is an absolute war. Like I said, all four of those teams, I um, I expect to make the postseason. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, Bengals and the Bears, 20 to 17 Bears over the Bengals. Uh, anything about that game? <laughs> um, no. Honestly, <laughs> no. I mean, no, but shout, shout out to the shout out to the Bears. Uh, I, I like Allen Robinson a lot. 
That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's, that's what else I can tell you. From oh that. my God, the Bears, man, the Bears. Uh, listen, um, they Andy Dalton's hurt now. Maybe um, they threw Fields in. You know, six to 13, 60 yards, an interception. You can't really grade too much of it because you know they kind of threw him in there late. Um, Andy Dalton got hurt. Um, yeah, the Bears. Yeah, are just, we knew this, we, we knew his time was coming eventually, though. Yeah, his time was coming. I mean, listen, I, I was very critical of the Bears last week because to me, what are you doing? Uh, you know, Andy Dalton's not the answer. To me, you're playing games. Put Justin Fields out there, um, and I get it. He may not be 100 percent ready. But you can't tell me that he's not a better option than Andy Dalton at this point. You know what I'm saying? And if you're trying to win games, you know, to me, you you got to put Justin Fields in there. I mean, what are you trying to do? What what, what game are you playing if you're not going to put Justin Fields out there and let him let him cook? You know, you're just wasting everybody's time at this point. You know, so listen, I, obviously, I don't want Andy Dalton to get hurt. So there's that. But. Yeah, his time is coming. Uh, the Bears are a weird team, man. They're just still there's just an offensive enigma, man. For a guy, for a team that's coached by a so, by a so called offensive guru, it just feels like it just feels like pulling teeth watching them score points. You got, but you got to have the right pieces, though. I think they got a solid backfield. To me, yeah, they got a solid backfield. Uh, you know, I, I, listen, they got they talent. Got a, they got a stud receiver. Yeah, and now that I think about, it, yo, they got pieces. Yeah, I like Cole. I like the tight end. They got Marquise Goodwin, who's a solid receiver. They got Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. They got um, what's my man, the little scat back or whatever. Um, um, I can't think. I can't it. remember his name right now. I mean, they have pieces. They have pieces. Allen Robinson is a dog, man. Yeah, they have pieces, man. That's and I think that's been the frustrating thing. I mean, you and I both know some Bears fans. I think that's been the that's been the frustrating thing about it is like it's it's not like this team is bereft of talent. Right. It's just been that um, I do think the defense is overrated. I think the defense is not the, as good as I think the defense being overrated. Like when they got yeah. Khalil Mack, boy, when yeah. I tell you the celebration that was going on, and I was like, "Look, we had Khalil. All right, hey Khalil, holla at me, holla at me. You see what's going on over there? We got Mad Max on the other <laughs> side. Come on, come on. We still got your look. Nobody has went in your room." <laughs> everything is the same, bro. You come back. <laughs> we come back. Welcome you with open arms, my G. Um, yeah, the defense is a little overrated. I've I've never bought into the hype that the Bears defense is some and, big and time they defense. got they got defensive player pieces over there too. Yeah, it's just an underperforming team, man. It's just a team that has not performed as well as it should. That's why I think Nagy is the first coach to be fired this year. He's just not getting the job done. Listen, he they they won a game, so give him credit. The Bengals are a young team. You know, the Bengals are a, young, a typical young team, and they don't know how to deal with success. They got a lot of praise last week for for winning a big time game, and then they come back this week. And and listen, this was still a game that they could have easily won. So I don't want to give them, you know, I want to give them too much flack, but um. You know, they easily could have won this game. So yeah, the Bengals, are, the Bengals are very much improved. Joe Burrow didn't have a great game today, but you know, I, I still look at Joe Burrow as kind of being a rookie. You know, still I'm, in a lot I'm, of ways. I'm, a, I'm afraid for him, man. Like, yeah, the, he, the line, because the, the old line is such is still such a big question mark. Yeah, man, and I think he he's good. He's good. Oh, I love Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's he's just got it, man. Whatever that it is, whatever that it we talk about with quarterbacks, he's just got it, man. You just you just there's a quiet confidence about him. He's just got talent. Um, you just I worry about him too. Um, 
they you see this is what this is, I get so frustrated and this is my issue with the Jets right now is like when you have a young quarterback your main priority I get getting a weapons I get all that that's obviously paramount as well but to me I think you have to protect your young quarterback but you got to put him behind a strong offensive line man that that that'll only help your quarterback's maturation you yeah, can't have, you can't risk you can't risk these guys getting hurt man and Joe okay. Burrow last year almost thought I me mean, he could have ended his career yeah. Behind a shitty offensive line, and they, that line has not improved. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think the, yeah. I think the Bengals definitely need to address that going forward if they want to maximize the potential of of uh, of Joe Burrow, man. Because they got a squad, man. They got a young squad, an emerging young squad. They got Joe Mixon. They got you know. Uh, I like Joe Mixon. I like Joe Mixon too. I like him. A Joe lot. Mixon is a stud. Yeah, they got. Um, you know, I mean, I'm terrible with names. They got. Um, Fuck the receiver from LSU, Chase Jamar Chase. You know they got my man from from uh, Clemson. You know they they got some pieces there. They have pieces there. So the the Bengals are coming. The Bengals are coming, and um, you know you just got to keep the quarterback. He's the key. The quarterback is the key to everything. T Higgins. That's they, the guy. They, they, they should they should be drafting. They should be drafting some old linemen ASAP because you gambling with your money at this point. I agree. I agree. I agree. But you know, hopefully they're listening and they're paying attention, man. And that's the that's the priority going forward is to try to build, you know, I think I think this offseason should be like, look, we got we got we got offensive pieces galore. Let's build this offensive line. We gotta protect Joe Burrow at all costs. He is the key. So hopefully they're paying attention and they're taking notes. But yeah, um the Bears even when they win, the Bears are still a, an issue. So they're, they're still there's still something to be watched. Um, in a game that surprised me how close it was and how competitive it was, the Browns 31-21 over the Texans. Um, Tyrod Taylor was balling out until he got hurt. Um, and, you know, talk to me about this game a little bit. Anything that stand out? It was Tyrod Taylor. It was actually the Texans, like, putting up a fight. Without, you know, without- I've been impressed with the Texans these first two weeks, man. For real, though, like <laughs> this is not going to be one of those gimme games. I mean, unless 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 you execute just like you're supposed to, then yeah, this is this is supposed to be an EGW. But these cats came out; these cats coming out and playing. Yeah, so I'm, I agree. Impre- I'm impressed. Because I Cleveland, agree with you. Cleveland is, and, and I would like to say this to all the Cleveland fans: I've always been. I ain't going to say jealous, but I've always respected the Cleveland fans because those are some diehard fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I, and I, they've, and been just, given, they've been given shit for 20 years and they and still so made. They, yeah. they, they've gotten their team taken away from them, then given back. Like, no. it's, just, it's just, but the Cleveland is now one of those teams where I expect them to be uh, in, in, in a hunt. To at least do some damage in the playoffs. Me personally, I felt like they should have beat uh, uh, Kansas City last year. Yeah, you know I mean, I thought it was some some questionable calls, um, but I, I I I hold Cleveland that high right now. They got a solid they got a solid defense, especially that line. Um, of course, they got a solid backfield, a real good backfield, and then Baker Mayfield is just. I guess he's one of those cats that you just want to root for. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if he's the answer. Um, I put him and Josh Allen in the same boat. You know, one minute they could be electrifying. The next minute is like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? So 
Mm-hmm. I, re- I respect it, though. I, I feel like they're, you know, that's a team that that could run that division as well to me. Yeah, the Browns, um, I love the Browns. I, I think they have all the makings of being a really good football team. I think the biggest question mark for them is OBJ. What's his status? Um yeah, you know, he's he's another one that's just kind of always injured, always hurt. You don't you just really don't know what his status is going forward. And then Baker Mayfield, man. I am not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan. Um I still have my question marks about him in a truly big game championship. And that's what the that's what the Browns are building. You know, they got a they've got the coach, they've got the team, you know. I think the 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 final piece is the quarterback and it you know can anybody confidently say right now that Baker Mayfield is the guy that he's the guy that's going to bring a championship to Cleveland? I don't think anybody can really say that right now. You know to yeah. me he's he you know he you know and he's weird because he's you know he puts up decent numbers but you know you got to watch him. You watch him in games and there's still moments where it's like ah oh, he made a throw he shouldn't have made. Ah oh, there's the, that was a bad pick. So there's still moments with him where you know, it's still it's still touch and go there as far as, you know, can he really make the winning plays to win you a football game, especially those big time games? Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see. I mean, but the Browns have all the pieces, man. I think they still have to figure out some things. I think the OBJ thing is still a mystery and it's still a big thing. Like they they got to figure it out with him. You know, is he is he healthy? And if he's he healthy, what what kind of player he can be? You know, because I, I think they I need think him. That, I think that I think that that window is slowly closing to the point where I don't think uh, I don't think he should be a part of that team. Hmm. That's that's wow. Okay. I mean, you could be right. You could be right. Um, he's another one. You just can't depend on. You yeah. Can't depend on him. You know what I mean? So it's 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 hard. Um, yeah. It. We know he's a talented player, but that name is 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 slowly fading away because of the injuries. Yeah. Yeah, sadly it might be might be true. Might but be true. uh I will say this though, as much criticism as we give Baker Mayfield, if he was to pull it off, uh it's gonna be the same as like Giannis winning for Milwaukee. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield will never have to pay for anything. <laughs> anything ever again. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, if the Browns win a Super Bowl, that's that's just itself a a, a, a tremendous story. Mm. You know. So yeah, yeah. I want to see the Browns win. I you know, like I said, they've been given so much shit for so long. You do, you know, I think everybody's in a way kind of I mean, obviously outside of the uh the other teams in the AFC North. Um, uh, but I think all everybody's rooting for the for the Browns to just be a consistent winning team. And they've been that and they have the ability to do that, man. They have the talent. I love their running game. I think you know, to me, they have they have a great running game where they have two of easily the I will say it now, I think they have the two two of the top ten running backs in the sport and they're in the same backfield. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because Kareem Hunt was on the way to doing that before the before he started beating uh, women yeah. up. And yeah. Yeah. you know, and Nick Chubb is there now. So yeah, I I love their backfield. That duo, that that, duo is dangerous. That duo is sick. They have a strong offensive line, and they've got a couple of nice young receivers. Donovan Peoples Jones. Um, I like the kid Demetric uh, Felton from UCLA. Did you see that? Did you see that spin move? Yeah, oh my god, that. that was so maddening. Yeah, Harrison Bryant is a, de- a nice piece. Rashard Higgins is. A, I mean, listen, they've got young pieces, and of course, they still got the you know J- you know Jarvis Landry there. I like Cleveland, man. Again, I think the question mark is is, uh, and of course, we all know about their defense. I think the question mark is Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. He plays. Jarvis Landry needs to be on a better team. He deserve he deserved to be on a an official contender team. Hmm. 
Yeah, he's been good for a long time, and it's just like he's been underrated. He's been underrated. And I think he's always lived in the shadows of OBJ, too, because they came out, same draft, went to the same school. And he's he's a little bit, he's always kind of been in that shadow. But I think if people who know football know Jarvis Landry, he's one of the best receivers in football. He's that reliable. Never, that he's never reliable. gets talked about enough. Yeah, he's reliable. Like the flashiness, that's cool or whatever. And that's, that's where uh, OBJ stood out at. But as far as being a reliable receiver, that's Jarvis, man. Yeah. Uh, carve, your, play, carve your ass up, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Browns play the Bears next week at home, while uh, the uh, Texans play. Who the Texans play next week? Panthers. Hmm. They play them on Thursday. Actually, they play them on Thursday night. So that's the Thursday night game for this week. Uh, Panthers, Texans. That should be a, an interesting matchup. Oh, yeah. Um, I did see that. Yeah. That is it. That should be an interesting matchup there. So, yeah. And then, you know, like I said, credit to the Texans, man, because they've had a lot of turmoil and a lot of shit to deal with. And they've played hard for that new coach, who everybody maligned. And he's got them playing tough, competitive. Physical football, man. So that's a credit to them, man. That's a that's that's a credit. I still think they're going to be a terrible team, but you know, <laughs> at least early on, they've they've played with some fight. So that's that's a credit to them. That's definitely yeah. a credit to them. Um, in a game that surprised me, how lopsided it was. I did not expect this game to be this lopsided. Panthers Saints. Panthers win twenty six to seven over the Saints. Um, week two was not as uh, as uh, as great for uh, Mister Jameis. Oh, um, my God. Did you see his stat line? Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. 11 to 22, 111 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, yeah, that was uh, – yeah, that was not good. No. <laughs> that was not good. Listen, last week was good. It was a good story. Obviously, putting up the five touchdowns was impressive. I don't care. Listen, you score five, five touchdowns in any game against. I don't care who you do it against. It's still impressive. Um, I think last week's game was more about the Packers than it was about the Saints. I really believe yeah. that. Now it's now it's obvious. Um, listen, I, I'm not a big Jameis Winston guy, man. I I've Jameis said it on this show. Not be the leading rusher. No, no, be. no. Kamara had a terrible game. Um, I still think Taysom Hill is going to end up winning that job by the end of the year. It's just. He just gives you an extra dynamic that I don't think Jameis Winston gives you. But he deserves the job, though. And I'm a, and I, I'm, I'm so. Taysom, mad. you mean? Yeah. 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 He deserves the job. And it's like, I feel I feel like they're trying to like they're trying to push him towards that Tim Tebow. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, don't don't do that. Let that let well, them. Because I think I think they fell into the criticism of, oh, you're gonna put Taysom Hill because there was a backlash on Taysom Hill starting last year. Remember? And when 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 Breeze was out, and I thought Taysom Hill did a really good job last year. Like, I think he accounted himself well. He played well. You know, he had he had his clunkers. You know, he had a, like he had one bad game where he didn't really play that well. But overall, I think he made like four starts, four or five starts. Played well in like three or four of those five four five starts. I thought he played well. I, listen, yeah. I'm a Taysom I mean, Hill guy. I think he could be a solid quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, I, and I, we expect for him to make uh, some mistakes because he's playing behind a legend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not going to get that many reps. You're not getting the first team reps in practice. Right. 
You know, I mean, you know, he may not even be getting the second team reps. <laughs> yet and no. still, yet, yet and still, they got special Taysom Hill plays that they write it that they draw for him every game. So it's like he knows the playbook. He has the chemistry with the players already. Come on, man. Yeah, I, listen. I think he's. I think he's going to be the guy by the end of the year. I really do. I really believe that. I just don't think Jameis thing is sustainable. He did have a good game. Um, he was due to come down to earth. I don't want to be too hard on him, but yeah, I, I just don't think. Uh, and I know, I know Thomas is out too still, so that 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 hurts this offense somewhat. But um, yeah, this was not a good performance by the Saints, man. And um, for the Panthers, Sam Darnold, it's amazing. It's amazing what having a coach and an offensive line and like NFL caliber receivers and skill position players will do to you, right? It's amazing, yeah. right? Who the thought? Who the thought? Right? Who the thought? You put a guy on a on a with a found with foundational pieces, with an infrastructure that 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 can provide those pieces for him, and he has a solid solid play, right? It's amazing. Who the thought? And, he, thought? and and they're playing to their strengths. You know, we know who the leading running back was on the team, and also McCaffrey was, I think, was second in receiving. Uh, so he was the second best receiver and the best, uh, running back on the team. Um, mm-hmm. when the last time you seen Sam Darnold throw for 300 plus yards, you know what I mean? That's look, Since I'll before be- Adam Gase. This <laughs> <laughs> is before Adam Gase. They're showing the highlights now. Oh, yeah. That, god, yeah. Oh my god. Shout out, uh, to Shout out to McCaffrey though. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't help too that, you know, Sam Darnold is out here balling and, Zach Wilson threw four fucking interceptions. It doesn't doesn't help my psyche either. <laughs> hey, hey, look, it, like, like you said, it's only two weeks. I know it's only two weeks. I know it's only two weeks. Listen, I'm ha- listen. I'm not one of these Jeff fans that hate Sam Darnold. You know, I, I love Sam. I think I think we gave that kid a, a bad deal in New York. Um, you know, we basically tried to ruin his career by hiring Adam Gase. Uh, still to this day. I, I, I still to this day can't understand that decision to hire Adam Gase. I mean, it's just one of the worst. Co- I mean, Adam Gase may be the worst coach in NFL history. Hey man, I, he he he, he may, like I honestly, I'm sure there's other candidates out there. Listen, the Jets have had a few of them themselves throughout their history, so you know there's a lot to choose from. But I, I just to me, I mean, I, I mean, look, I mean, just look at the list of players that have left Adam Gase, Adam Gase's clutches that have all gotten better. I mean, it's a long list. Yeah, it, and Sam Darnold looks like he's the next in line, man. I mean, he's playing well. He's got a confidence to him. Obviously, it helps that he's got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. He's got Robbie Anderson, a guy who's got a he's got a rapport with. He's got Matt Rules, who's a good coach. Again, good, quiet infrastructure. And I also think he's in a place where there's not a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Like, there's not that pressure being in New York with the Jets and having to be the savior. Um, he can go to Carolina and just play. Mm-hmm. Just play. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, you know, listen, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Um, hopefully it continues. You know, I'm going to be rooting like hell against him when it's against the Jets if he ever plays us again. But, you know, other than that, man, I'm rooting for the kid because I think he's a good kid and I think he handled the 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 the, the, the chaos around him for the most part well. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's again, it's amazing what happens when you put a young quarterback with a young, uh, a good offensive line, you give him skill, <laughs> skill weapons, 
It's amazing. It's amazing what's going to happen for all the GMs out there. Take notes. This is what happens. You could actually have your quarterback play well. It's amazing. It's not a bad, it's not a bad recipe to have. No, it's it's. I mean, listen. This isn't this isn't rocket science, folks. This isn't rocket science. This is like this is basic basic arithmetic here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was a that was a big win for the Panthers, man. That was a uh, that was a big win. So the Panthers move on to play the Texans next week, and the Saints will play. It's on the Saints docket, man. I hate this thing. It doesn't give me all the schedules the way I want them to. Do the Saints have a bye? No, they play the Patriots. They play the Patriots uh, on the road. So that's going to be an interesting matchup as well. Um, so, yeah, I think the Saints have some work to do, and the Panthers are a pleasant surprise so far. So good to see. Good to see. Um, moving on. Wild, probably the wildest game of the day. Cardinals and the Vikings, 34-33. Um, poor Vikings. Poor Vikings. I mean, has yeah. there been a team that has been tortured by field goal kicking more than the Vikings? <laughs> my God. <laughs> hey, man. And I like I like my boy Kirk Cousins, man. I really do like him. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It just usually come down to, to that damn kicking because um, clearly uh, Dalvin Cook did all the work for them. Mostly, you know what I mean. Um, and he had an injury scare too. Yeah, he he always does. Though. I mean, he always got an injury scare. That's, that's <laughs> you know, listen. In a week where like everybody's quarterback got hurt, it felt like um, you know Dalvin Cook was another name that that kept popping up around injury boards as far as being banged up or whatever. Lee having to leave the game. I think he left the game. It looked it looked scarier than what it actually was. But you know, yeah. Yeah, Dalvin Cook is an incredible running back, man. 22 carries, 131 yards. Kirk Cousins had a really good game, 22 for 32, 244 yards, three touchdowns. Um, K.J. Osborne had five receptions, 91 yards. Justin Jefferson had six for 65. Thielen had 39 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it was a wild game, man. It was a wild game. I mean, that throw Kyler Murray made, 29 to 36, 400 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, I said it, I said it on Twitter, man. Kyler Murray... <laughs> Kyler Murray feels like a video game. Yeah. He uh, he's like, back, not, he's back, a, he back there having fun though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like he's out there having fun. And um that team is legit, man. They've got a good offense. And that kid Rondale Moore was a steal. I love that pickup that they had. Rondale Moore, they got Max Williams, Christian Kirk. Obviously, D Hop is still there. AJ Green even gave him something today. Three three receptions for forty four yards. AJ um, Green, look at Rudy Gay. That's Rudy. Look Gay. at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The Cardinals. The Cardinals look like they have a makers of a really being a really legit team. Their defense, although it didn't show today, the defense is much improved. Um, again, NFC West, man. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to yeah. be a bloodbath. Uh, the Vikings are zero two. Uh, are you worried about the Vikings? Uh, you know what. I am. I am. For what we just spoke about earlier, though, like it seems like Dalvin Cook will from time to time surprise us with some type of leg injury. Uh, but he is a beast, though. God, yeah. he's a beast. Uh, Kirk Cousins is one of cat. To me, he's one of those quarterbacks that I like to see win. I like for him to win. Um, but he's not, he doesn't keep it consistent at all. That defense is not the same. And of course, no. if it comes down to, uh, any anywhere between one and three points, uh, 
Throw the ball, Kurt. <laughs> Throw the ball. <laughs> Do not For kick real. it. Do not kick it. That goes to that's that goes to every Vikings quarterback <laughs> going forward. Nah, man. Uh, I'm with you, man. It's just it's so weird with the Vikings, man. It just never seems like they could have everything lined up, man. They have a great offense, they have a bad defense. They have a great defense. For years they had a great defense, they had a shitty offense. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they had great receivers and they have a quarterback. Now they have the quarterback, they have receivers, they, you know, the offensive line and shit. Like then they had great a great line, a great running game, and have a quarterback. It just it's just one of those teams that just never feels like they have everything together, man. And I and I um, think their receive I think their receiver duo is 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 at least top. I would say top 10, uh, not top 10, probably about top 13, maybe. I would say it's top 10. Thielen and Jefferson? Yeah, Yeah. Thielen and Jefferson. I mean, you could argue Jefferson's better than Diggs. Whoa, hot. I said it last year. I'm I'm going up. Yo, Jefferson is a monster, bro. Did you see his numbers from last year? But Diggs is holding down by him. Diggs is a beast, too. Diggs is a beast, too. I'm not. Listen, Diggs and Thielen was a great duel, too. But I I will say this. It was a, it was a, and I hate to use the word luck because you got to, you got to be able to know how to, you got to be able to draft well. And that's and that's what they did. They replaced him with with a a good receiver with the potential to be better than Diggs. I think Diggs is still I better. Agree. Hey, I, I listen. I can't be mad at that statement. I'm just saying right now, gun to my head, I might take Jefferson over Diggs. He's younger and he's just as explosive. Is, is, and productive is, is, are, you, are you are you taking him because he's younger? Is that like I, one of part, the main reasons? Part of it. Okay, but also I just believe in the talent. I think Jefferson is. You know, I think Jefferson is a is a dog, man. So, I, I think, and I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying Jefferson is not there yet because honestly, we gotta wait to to see when he gets there. But yeah. I would trust Diggs in a playoff game in clutch moments more than I would trust Jefferson because I've seen it. I respect it. I respect it. Vikings are at home for their home opener against the Seahawks next week, so that'll be a tough matchup. Yeah, the Vikings gotta win, man. Um, 0-2, that's not a good look for them. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's the Vikings are in an interesting situation there. Um, they yeah, they got to win. When, then, you, when you think about that division, though. Yeah, that division's not great. Um, you know the Packers are going to bounce back. They're going to bounce back. They're, they're still the Packers. I, I, like I said, I last week was concerning, but they're still going to bounce back. I mean, honestly, it's just them and the Packers, man. I, I don't, the bears, I just, I don't see it. And then obviously the lions are the lions. So yeah, you're right. They, they, they play in the perfect division <laughs> where they can, they play in the perfect division where, you know, they can, they can, they can get some easy wins. I mean, yeah, the bears are not going to be a pushover. The bears are competitive, but you know, I, I don't think the bears are going to go anywhere. And uh, yeah, so I think the Vikings could definitely bounce back, but they got to get on the win column early. So, um, you know, they can't afford to go to zero and three. I don't care what division you play in. Um, and then the Cardinals travel to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, so that that they got the potential to start out three and zero. So a lot of youngsters we'll playing this year, man. A lot of youngsters playing at quarterback yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely feels like it's a new era, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely feels like it's a new era. So that's good. That's good. We're getting some some fresh blood at the quarterback position. So yeah, thirty four, thirty three. Wild game. Kyler Murray had a uh, had a hell of a throw. I mean, it seems like you can say that every game about Kyler Murray. Man, he has he has one of those plays. You know, his his game is a lot like Mahomes, where you know, like you just gotta watch him because every week he's liable to do something crazy, mm-hmm. um, make a throw you've never seen before. So you know, Kyler <laughs> Murray is slowly becoming that guy as far as just 
must see TV for those things, those kind of things. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on. We'll hit through these rapid, rapid fire. Buck Bucks Falcons forty eight to twenty five. The Falcons fall to zero and two, while the Buccaneers go to two and zero. Tom Brady had five touchdowns. We talked about it a little bit earlier. The theme of this game. Listen, if the Bucks stay healthy, I, I, I just to, don't see anybody fucking with them. I just need I really to know. Do. I just want to talk to Brady, like personally, and I know Brady listens to the show, right? <laughs> I need to know what water does he drink? I drink Evian uh, in Fiji. So, yeah. Brady, if you could tell me what water you're into, because. This is getting ridiculous, bro. It's getting ridiculous, man. It just it like it. It's to the point where you don't even have words for it anymore. It's just like it's just like one of those things you just can't explain, and you yeah. and like why bother? Because it's just nothing to say. It just yeah, Brady's Brady's still Brady. <laughs> you know, he's twenty four thirty six, two hundred seventy six yards, five touchdowns. I mean, it's just. It's just the guy's just incredible, man. And honestly, that team has just got it rolling, man. Again, if they stay healthy, I, I just don't see any. I just like I forgot they had Giovanni Bernard. Like I like I, literally, they have so many weapons on that team that you just forget. Like remember when like Cameron Brait had a shine a couple years ago, where they where a lot of people thought he was gonna be the next tight end. Like Cameron Brait is like the third tight end on that team. Yeah, Cameron Brait could be a great tight end on somebody else's roster, and he's third string on this team. I mean, the running game is solid. Obviously, we already know about the receiving core. I mean, they just, they, they and their defense is really, really good. Um, I, they have no obvious flaws, man. They have no obvious flaws. I guess the one thing would be is, is Brady going to be able to keep this up? And he's answered the, he's answered every single, every single time that question has been brought up, he's done everything in his power to, to, to just shut that down. So there is, there is no flaws. It's just that you got to be able to put the effort in. We already know the the main, the only way that you're going to beat the Bucks, you got to cut the head off. As soon as you get, as soon as Brady gets touched, when he starts getting touched a lot, he doesn't even have to get sacked. But once he starts getting knocked down a lot, that that messes yeah. up. His, yeah, now you get into him, but you got to get to Brady because if you give Brady and Brady don't need that much time. Him and Rogers, they don't need that much time. They get that ball yeah. and they get it out. Yeah. Um, but you let you let Brady sit in that pocket for about two or three seconds, man. He's gonna carve you apart. And he got all the weapons in the world. They all the weapons. Had, they had the weapons there prior to him even coming there. And then they've added more weapons. And they and added just, more weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And he's utilizing them to the T. I mean, and and and, and, and people. Brady doesn't need there was never about the names when it came to 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 Brady because the biggest the best receiver he's ever had never won a Super Bowl with him. You know what I mean? No. So he he it doesn't matter. They play for this guy. And that's the thing though. Uh they actually play for Brady. You know what I mean? It's a respect that he earned and they go out there and play for him. Matty Ice didn't play that bad. He had three turnovers, but he did throw for like 300. No, the Falcons, I mean, it's just typical Falcons, man. That that was a close game throughout, and then they just started fucking up. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's like, there's just certain teams that lose the same way all the time. You yeah. ever notice that? Like, there's just teams that, like, 
like in every sport, you can kind of track it. There's teams that just, there's a script, chapter and verse, right? They just lose the same way all the time. You know, the Chargers are like that. Where they just, it just felt like they, for like six, for, for a decade, the Chargers lost the same goddamn way every single time. You know, and I think the Falcons are the same way, man. It just, it just, it's just, I, the Falcons are the Falcons, man. I, I don't know what else to say about that team. Um, there's just like a dark cloud over that franchise. Twenty-eight to three still lingers. You know, they can get a new coach. They can get they can get Julio up out of there. But you know, blowing the Super Bowl the way that they did, I don't think that franchise has ever recovered. And I, um, and we, I mean, we know something is not going on quite right upstairs uh, because don't they got a Chick Fil A? <laughs> Yes. So that just uh, you know <laughs> they got a Chick Fil A that's not open on Sundays. So what? <laughs> hey, I, guess, I guess it's one of those things. Like I can't wait till Monday or Thursday night. <laughs> Yo, uh, do we have we confirmed that the Chick Fil A is open during Sunday uh, Sunday home games? I, I don't know. We need to confirm that. Anybody that's listening or watching or going to be listening and, and is watching, um, confirm that if you live in Atlanta, man. Maybe I got to reach out to my homies in Atlanta, man. Is, is the Chick Fil A open on Sundays? <laughs> you know, because if it is, that may be <laughs> that may be the explanation to all of our problems and all of your problems, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. The Falcons, man. It's just what you say. The Fal- I just think they need to blow it up. Some things you just, just got to blow it up, man. Start from scratch. Yeah. But blowing think, it up, uh, that mean that mean no more Matty Ice? Yeah. I say, you know what? Hey, Matt, it's been, it's been 30, you know, how long has it been? 2008? You know, good 13, 12, 12 13 it's, it's, it's years. He's been a household. It's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. Safe. We salute you. Let us know where you want to go. We'll accommodate a trade for you. Yeah, we're just gonna blow it out, man. Oh, it just, Matty, it just, Matty, Matty it, I's going home. He's gonna be up in the, he's gonna be up in the booth. Yeah, very well. I mean, listen, they have, they have, they have, they still have talent there. I mean, you know, they have a good young receiving core. Obviously, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. You know, it's not like they're bereft of talent, man. But they just, they just, I think they just need to blow it up. That's just me. I think they just need to start from scratch. Say, yo, you know what? Arthur Blank needs to just sit here and say, yo, we're starting over. New QB, young. We're gonna blow it up. We're just gonna tank, get a top pick, replace Matty Ice, trade him, and just start fresh. Start fresh. What you gonna get? What you gonna get from Matty Ice? Like a fifth round at this point? Um, I don't think you get a fifth round. I mean, and listen, he's a quarterback, and he still has ability. Um, I think, I think in the right situation with a team that just needs a quarterback, I think you could still win with Matt Ryan. I think he's, you know, he's not that far removed from winning MVP. Man, you know? win, win what? Win what? You don't think Matt? You don't think you can still win Matt Ryan as a backup? Nah, Matt Ryan's still Matt Ryan is still good. He's still decent. He's not what he used to be. Let's look he's at, not what let, he used. Let's look at let's look at Matty Ice options realistically. The Dolphins. If you're the Dolphins, you don't make that. Tra- I mean, forget Deshaun Watson for a second. Take Deshaun yeah. Watson out of the conversation. If you're the Dolphins, he's better than Tua. Oh, you know what? All right. I hear me out. The Colts. Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. Age-wise, I would take Carson Wentz, but ability, I would take Matt Ryan. Yeah. No, I'll take Matty Ice on the Colts. Much That's two teams right there that I've I, 
That's two teams right there. Yeah, but you have no hope in the Dolphins, though. That's just that's like throwing throwing him to the doghouse. <laughs> uh the Colts, the Colts, the Reds, oh, did it again. The Washington football team. If you don't believe in Taylor Heineke, is Matt Ryan an option? He got that city popping right now, though. I like Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> listen, when you when you match Tom Brady throw for throw in a playoff game, you got my respect. Taylor Heineke might be that guy. I got to see more. Got to see more. Uh-huh. But. But I'm but I'm just saying, like, okay, you you, you see, and this is all obviously fantasy booking here. We, 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 obviously, this is not going to happen this season. But let's say Taylor Heineke plays six games, doesn't really impress. The Redskins are still in that division, and you have a chance to get Matt Ryan. I am Matt Ryan's an upgrade. I think that that he's on the, that team. He's the he's the he becomes the second best quarterback in that division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's places for Matt Ryan to go. Um, I still think, I still think there's, I, I still think you can win with Matt Ryan. I just think that for whatever reason, it, it just isn't going to work out in Atlanta. I just think it's, it's kind of run its course there. Um, for, for a myriad of reasons, I just think that team, that franchise has just never gotten over the Super Bowl, man. And it's just like now it's just a black cloud over the franchise. And I think that sometimes you just gotta you just gotta say, you know what, we're just gonna hit the reset button yeah. on everything. Yeah. On everything and just tear it up. And for them, I don't think it'll be a long rebuild because like I said, you they have young talent there already in Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. So they have talent, they have talented pieces there, but they just gotta they just gotta blow it up, huh? Because I don't I don't I don't know I don't know where else you're going with this team. You know, I, I thought I thought the time to get rid of Matt Ryan was last offseason and they didn't. They restructured the contract. So clearly they're not trying to. I, and that, and to me, that comes from the owner. I don't think that comes from anybody else. I think that comes from the owner. When you when you decide to part ways with your QB, that's an ownership call. That's not a GM. No GM is making that call. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Falcons go to play the Giants next week who have their own issues. Um, oh, yeah. the, the Giants. If Daniel Jones blows up in their face. Oh yeah, that's a good look. He's, he'll still need some weapons, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. The Broncos before they got Teddy Bridgewater, you could you could have seen them going after a Matt Ryan type. Yes, absolutely. I don't know if he would have worked out, but I can see I can see him being a quarterback for the Broncos. Listen, there's there's places, man. There's 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 places for him to go, man. Clearly, there's places for him to go. Um, so, interesting conversation. Uh, y'all take him. Y'all take him in, in in New York. The Jets. Yeah. Listen, I take I take you at quarterback. <laughs> if you can help me win games, my nigga. Like I, I'm to the point now, bro. Where I just want a quarterback, bro. I just want to. I just want a court. Like, bro, I watch these teams and I'm jealous, bro. Like, yo, I watch fucking. Like, I watch the Raiders. Y'all got Derek Carr. Like, like this is what I hate, right? Teams that have a solid quarterback. Not even forget Patrick Mahomes. Like teams that even have solid quarterbacks. Y'all motherfuckers complaining. I'm like, yo, I'm a Jets fan. The last solid, the last good quarterback I had was Brett Favre when he was sending dick pics to reporters and Chad Pennington before his shoulder blew up. 
Chad. Yo, like, Chad. Bro, I forgot you know my, you know how much trash I've had to watch at the quarterback position yeah. in the last 15 years, bro? Like, bro. The press run y'all went on when y'all got Mark Sanchez. That's I mean, listen, Mark was solid for a couple years until the you know, until the G until the front office blew it up for whatever reason. And Rex lost his goddamn mind. Like he was solid, but you know, again, with Mark Sanchez, it was only a matter of time. You know, he just never really took that next step. So, yeah, listen. To answer your to to officially answer your question, um, if if we didn't have Zach Wilson, would I take Matt Ryan on the Jets? I mean, listen, I take anybody on the Jets right now. I mean, that's not even. I take any quarterback that can play. If you're a quarterback and you could throw, <laughs> you could throw the football twenty yards or more. I'm taking you. I think I got, I think about 20 or 30. And I'm not saying you build around Matt Ryan. Like, I'm not saying, oh, okay, this is a guy that I'm going a, I'm to a trade and I have the visions that he's going to be like Brady where he's going to play till he's 49. Oh, I, you know that you're in a very short window with Matt Ryan. But if you're a team that's close, if you're close and you need a quarterback, I think a guy like Matt Ryan can help. Matt Ryan looks like he needs to go be a mayor somewhere. Yeah. And Matt Ryan's not that old age-wise, right? Like, I think he's only like 36. He just looks so much older. Yeah, he does. He but he's does. been he's been with Atlanta forever. Yeah. Hey yeah, man, maybe that, maybe that, maybe that Atlanta, that Atlanta life is taking its toll on him, man. Yeah. It, it it do it do it do tends to have it does tend to have that effect on folks. Man. Yeah, turn the Migos off. Yeah, shout, shout, shout out to Lou Williams, man. <laughs> Lemon Pepper Lou. Lemon Pepper Lemon Pepper Lou. Titans and Seahawks, another wild game. 33 to 30. Uh the Seahawks completely blew this game. Um, um I know what you call it almost single-handedly almost beat me in fantasy. Um Derrick Henry, my god, what is that? Alien. He's an alien, man. He's an yeah. alien, man. That is ridiculous, man. And Bama mm-hmm. stay with these odd, I mean, I ain't going to even say odd, but like their backs be like unusual big, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, with, with speed, like the, the, the only regular running back they've ever had was probably Mark Ingram. Outside of that, they've been having these running backs that's built like, appli- like appliances that belong in the kitchen. Yo, Derrick Henry. Yo, God, God was drunk when he made Derrick Henry, bro. I swear to God, he was real. I swear to God, he was, bro. This is is like when they give you the option on Madden to like create a rookie, and you and you try to create him, make sure his overall is pretty low, so so you could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's certain there's certain elements in life. There's certain instances where God has, I think, been trolling us when he creates human beings. Like when he created LeBron, like that was trolling. Yeah. 6'9", two, 260, can basically fly and fast as all can be and just like a Greek God. Like, that's trolling. Miles you know Garrett. I mean? Miles Garrett trolling, you know? Um Derrick Henry's one of those individuals, man. He's trolling. Like, this shit is not fair. It's not fair. (laughs) It's not fair. It really isn't. It's like it it isn't. So it's like it's like it's like it's like we're it's like we're supposed to be asking him before the game, uh, where's your parent and where's your birth certificate? Because like you're not 15. 
Yeah, it's like the the kid that that, that was that was the pitching in the Bronx Little League and ended up being like seventeen, and this nigga was walking around like he was beating beasting on twelve year olds. Like, yo, this fucking feels like shit is unfair, man. Yeah. Nah, man. As far as this game goes, man, uh, Seahawks blew this game, man. That's why I'm 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 always a little bit questionable about the Seahawks, man. I think that the Seahawks, another team that just kind of always loses these kinds of games, man. Games that they have no business losing, but what for some reason or another, I don't love their defense. I know everybody was high and mighty about their defense, especially last week with the Colts and how they yeah, held they the got Colts, you, they you know? got they they got y'all former boy over there. Yeah, that should tell you everything. Um yeah, I'm not sold on the C- on the Seahawks defense. I know everybody's high, high impressed and oh my god, the Seahawks defense is 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 improved. And while it may be improved, I think that defense still is is a sore spot. Shout out to Bobby Wagner. He had 20 tackles today. I mean, he's incredible. He's another one that's just incredible. Bobby Wagner is just incredible. It's weird how he's out of all the Legion of Boom. He might as but he he might be the most underrated one of all of them. Yeah, he is. But because he just never he just consistent. Ten years, never just just goes out there and just puts up fucking numbers, man. And He's durable as fuck. Like he just he's an incredible linebacker. Um, listen, Tyler Lockett, that's why I said it was a video game. Tyler Lockett is a video game. Him and Russell Wilson are just incredible together. The offense is not the issue. To me, it's the defense. Um, and Pete Carroll late in these games, man, with some of the decisions, they had some questionable calls, you know, the 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 taunting slash celebration call there, you know, that that cost him. Um, but listen this is a game that you're supposed to win. You have a two-scored lead. This is a game you got to win, man. And credit to the Titans, man, because the Titans were, were were really in a difficult spot there late. And they kept with it. They fought back. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. And uh, they were able to tie that game and then, you know, win it. So yeah. speaking of uh, hangovers, ever since they lost the Super Bowl, they haven't been the same. So... Yeah, they listen. You piss off these gods, man. These football gods, bro. They make you pay for it, man. And the, and the Seahawks literally left the Super Bowl championship on the table, and it just it's never been the same. I mean, Derrick Henry had thirty five carries for one hundred and eighty two yards and three touchdowns. Like, it's just, what else can you say? Um, Julio Jones balled out six 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 receptions, one hundred twenty eight yards. Had a touch. It should have had a touchdown catch. Again, this 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 catch rule with the NFL, man. This shit's got to stop, man. I, yeah. I, like, how the fuck do you call that not a touchdown, man? Because what his the 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 tip of his heel was out of bounds. Like, come on, man. Everybody everybody in America said the same thing. That's a touchdown. It's just it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. You watch a game and you see a great play like that. This basically gets wiped out because it's just a dumb bullshit call. So that's my rant. Um, yeah, the Titans needed this win after that debacle last week, and um, you know I give them credit. That was a tough win to get in a, in a tough environment. And the Seahawks, to me, they still kind of have the same issues that they had last year, man. The defense is not great, and their offense, while it's great, their offense is inconsistent. You know, because to me, their offense is kind of all or nothing. There's like that team in baseball that when they hit home runs, they look great. And when they look like they don't hit home runs, they're terrible offensively. That's what the Seahawks are. It's like when they score, when they, when it's, you know, when it's Russell Wilson and Lockett or Russell Wilson, they Metcalf, those bombs, those 60 yard bombs, they look great. And every other time they kind of struggle to score. Yeah. Um, they don't have a great running game or a consistent running game. So that's an issue. That'd be, to me, the Seahawks are kind of the same team they were last year. Yeah. What well, I never replaced. Uh, they never really recovered nor replaced a running game. 
And it's hard to replace some shoes like that. But um, again, it comes down to drafting. It comes down to free agency. And no, they never, they never, they never really filled that running back position. Um, As far as receivers, I I think they got a solid duo over there as well. I agree. You know what I mean? So, uh, and then it comes down, that defense is just, it's just not what it used to be. No, it's not what it used to be. No. Again, that 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 NFC West is going to be a bloodbath, man. I mean, the Seahawks might be the fourth team in that division, and they and they still make the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's that division, man. I keep I keep talking about it, but that division, and uh, you know, that that uh, that division is going to be a bloodbath. Like I said, I, I keep saying it, it is going to be a bloodbath. The Seahawks travel to Minnesota to play the Vikings next week, while the uh, Titans play the Colts, so uh, a divisional matchup for the Titans after a big win. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to see. Um, do you like this Titans team? Do you think this team with Julio Jones and AJ Brown? Do you think that team? Because I'm I was high on them in the preseason, and I was high on them in my picks for my 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 season prediction so far. Obviously, it didn't help last week that they got destroyed. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you like this Titans team? I think besides, I, I I would say besides Kansas City, um. Just in the uh, besides Kansas City, besides the Bucks, I think they have like one of the best. But I'm strictly names. We're just going by names alone. They're supposed to have the best offense in the game. To me, like I, I like I like their duo over there as far as the receivers, and they got uh, they got they a got a monster at the in the backfield. Yeah, Tannehill solid. Yeah, Tannehill, and that's the and that's where <laughs> that's the problem. He's just yeah. solid. Like he's in there just to manage the game. You know what I mean? So um yeah, yeah I mean they're supposed to be an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, their de- their defense is not great. Look, their defense made plays today, but the 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 biggest question mark for them, I even more so than their defense, because I think their defense is okay enough. Their offensive line, bro. Their offensive line. I mean, them and the Jets might have the worst offensive line in football. I mean, it just it's it's up there. Their offensive line is shitty. I mean, Tannehill's. I mean, that offensive line made the Seahawks defensive front look like which know, is they, which is crazy because we you know we're talking about a running back that damn near you know on multiple occasions you know almost ran for two hundred some yards a game and yeah and that's what makes what he's doing just that much incredible yeah. the fact that he's playing against in it with a shitty offensive line so yeah credit to Derek shout out to, shout out shout out to Barry Sanders yeah true um Cowboys and the Chargers man another LA's other team oh my god 17 this was this was basically an LA versus LA team oh man man Man, how many half, Cowboys? I mean, half, this is half crazy. of that stadium had Cowboy fans up in here. That wasn't from Texas, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you know the Cowboys travel well, and you know the Cowboys have fans everywhere, mm. whether they phony or or real. They have fans everywhere. That's one thing. You I, can definitely... I don't know what it is. I mean, but I can't. I look. I can't. I can't judge people. You know what I'm saying? I have my my very unique ways of. Why I like my teams, even though yeah. you know they're they're from or were from my state and or and or city, uh, well not not hi- historically, but you know, mm-hmm. um, no Dallas is man between between the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Cowboys. I mean, you know the night. I I think there's more Cowboy fans out here than Niner fans. Even most of their fan bases uh, up north, but 
Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott had a meh game. You know what I mean? 23 for 27, 237 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown. He did throw a pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. He had a Dak. He had a Dak like game. I mean, he 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 went bananas the first game. So obviously, it's going to be hard to replicate that. But yeah. you know, the Chargers are a really good defense. That's another team that has a really really strong defense. Um, but this was I, I was impressed with the Cowboys, man, because this is this is a game that I think the Cowboys in the past lose, and they just figured out a way to win this game. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the Chargers. Um, Chargers played well, you know, you know, easy enough where they could have won this game as well. Um, Herbert has some some costly picks there. That's my guy. That's that's my guy right there. Listen, I, like I was I so did. wrong about that guy, bro, because I watched him in Oregon, and I say this all the time. I watched him in Oregon, and I was not a fan. I did. I didn't see it. I was like, I don't know what the love affair is with this guy, yeah. besides the fact that he's big. Yeah. Um, let me tell you. As, let me tell you, as you said, that kid has it, man. <laughs> That guy right there, man. Now he's a bit, he's a, he's a little bit risky on the stubborn side, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He reminds me of a younger uh, Ben, Big Ben. You know what I mean? Um, but He'll he clean got, that up though. He'll clean that up though. Yeah, he got it though. He got it though. That's why. That's why I'm afraid of because I mean, besides Denver, which got the, I mean, it's still some question marks there as far as the quarterback. Um, that's only because of injury history. Um, yo, the quarterback that we got in that division is, is scary. Yeah. Herbert is, Herbert is a beast. And there was something going around on Twitter the other day about, would you take Herbert or Josh Allen? And like, I think it's Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. No lie. And I'm a, it was not even a debate. Yo. And I've been rolling with, I've been rolling with Josh Allen for a minute, but no, Herbert. Yeah. That guy, he got it. He got it. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%, man. I love him. He did have some two costly interceptions today. Um, mm. um, one bad one there late in the game. Um, but it's understandable. I mean, he still is the second year in the league. Um, he's got great weapons. I'm not worried about the Chargers. Chargers look like they're much improved. Um, their defense is solid. They got a defensive head coach. And uh, Herbert is Herbert, man. So I'm not worried too much about the Chargers. I think this game was more about the Cowboys. Uh, they, they want a tough physical game that the Cowboys in the past have never really won those games. And uh, I was actually surprised the Cowboys played this well defensively, even without Demarcus Lawrence. So, you know, I think the Cowboys defense is a little bit improved, which is a, which is a good thing for them. Yeah. That's your trash. So that, uh, that Cowboys is one of those teams that I could watch lose to. Well, we all could. That's yeah, not. I can. I can. I can watch some lose. You're loser. not breaking any new. You're not breaking any new ground there, sir. Yeah, Man, yeah, you, I think. I think every football fan can say that. Did you see that that BS uh, clip of them showing Jerry House, uh, Jerry Jones' childhood? Um, the, the the propaganda. Yeah, I was like <laughs> the yeah. state run propaganda. Like, come on, man, get this up out of here, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, and Jerry hasn't forgotten. I know you listen to the show too. I we know you was one of the reasons why the Raiders ended up in Vegas and not in L.A. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. still mad about that. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Sounds spicy there. Uh, Chargers go to the Chiefs next week. That should be a very good matchup, of course. The oh, yeah. I, 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 there. Anybody can lose, but I, I, I would prefer the Chargers to beat Kansas City on that one. 
Chargers and the Chiefs next week, and then the uh, Eagles and Cowboys on Monday Night Football. So uh, that's the schedule for those two teams. Um, yeah, and the uh, NFC East or the NFC Least. I think the Cowboys are clearly the best team in that division, and I think they should, should, keyword, win that division. We shall see. It is the Cowboys, and you never know. But, uh, yeah, good win for them, though, overall. And then I think we close with the Sunday night game. Whoa, Ravens and, and boy, the Chiefs. Boy, boy. Fun, fun game. Fun, fun game. Uh, back and forth affair. Uh, the Ravens pulled one out there late. And uh, yeah, anything that anything that stands out from this game? I'm sure, there's yes. a lot. I'm gonna give a shout out uh, to both Lamar and uh, Mahomie because I have them in two different leagues, and they have helped me, you know, get a W this week. Um, but a special shout out to Baltimore for taking down Kansas City. I mean, nothing different from what I've seen from Kansas City. Offense is still explosive. Defense is still questionable, although uh, uh, T. Matthew had about – I almost had – I think he had two, two interceptions, about two or three. Um, but, you know. Two. He had two. two? Yeah, he almost had He almost had three. Um, Action Jackson, though, Lamar Jackson is just, bro, you know, almost 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. Um yeah, I messed with it. It was a, it was a good Sunday night game. It was a really good Sunday night game. Listen, I'm glad Lamar Jackson got a big win against a against an opponent, especially the Chiefs, who he himself said it's been their kryptonite. His kryptonite. I'm glad that he finally got that win over the Chiefs. And listen, I still don't understand the criticism this kid gets, man. All the all the kid does is put up numbers, shows up. It's amazing to me how you can be the youngest MVP in league history, and there's still people talking about how you're not good. And you're not yeah. a good quarterback. It's just it's just amazing to me. But you know, we all know people got agendas. Y'all know y'all know who y'all are. Um yeah. Um, I think this was a big game for the Ravens. Um, the Ravens really showed a toughness, man, because the Ravens have been decimated with injuries, man. Left and right, that whole entire roster, especially on the defensive side of the football, they've been they decimated with injuries. Fifteen players, I think. I think it's fifteen. Which is crazy. They got fifteen players out. They hold with, running back stable. They had to bring yes. back. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they're bringing guys off the street, you know, to, they to call me. Devont, Devontae Free. Yeah, they call you. <laughs> Shit, they probably they probably called me too. Hey, if it continues, Manny, they called me, and I was like, "Nah," but I work on Sunday nights. I can't make. Yeah, I work on Sunday nights. I mean, <laughs> listen, if the game is <laughs> if this game is only on Sunday afternoons, I might fuck with y'all. Yeah. Sunday nights, I'm not I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, Lamar Jackson might be their best running back. <laughs> it's crazy to say, uh, with all the injuries. I mean, they got Latavius Murray, they got Devontae Freeman, they got some, they got some guys. So they'll be able which, to which Latavius Murray has uh, show, and he's just one of those backs where you can just plug him in. Yeah, he's plug and play anyway. Yeah, and Freeman, yeah. and Freeman is too, by the way, too. They got two guys who fit any system. They're just plug and play guys that are going to give you a solid effort each and every time. So yeah, I, I, they'll be fine on the running back. I'm not worried about the running. I, I'm worried more so about the injuries they or the injuries they sustained on the defensive side, um, because that seems to tend to take a toll on it. You know, their defense is still solid, but it's clearly not what it used to be with all the injuries. But you know, the Ravens will be fine, man. As long as you got that that alien playing quarterback. And making plays, and you have a good enough defense, and their offense is better than I think people give it credit for. Um, yeah, I think they'll be fine. 
I think this was a but I think this was a big win for the Ravens. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. They 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 can afford to lose a game. They'll be fine. The Chiefs are fine. Well, we're gonna, um, we're, gonna we're gonna see how fine they are because I I want to we we just finished talking about how good of a defense um the Chargers is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think I think if the Chargers could could put up a battle, um. We might see some uh, uh, a little, a couple of open spots in that armor. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think. I don't think KC is a plug-in like I think the Bucks are. Um, I disagree with you. I mean, listen, we all know the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. I think the Chiefs are. As long as you got Mahomes and you got that offense, look, their defense is never going to be the eighty-five Bears. That's not what they're. That's not. That's not what they're built to do. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, their defense is bend but don't break. They got a good enough defense where they could clearly win a championship. Their issue is the offensive line, and it seems like that that's been improved. We'll see next week. It is only two games. Um, they are placing the Chargers, who are much improved defensively. Got a really good defensive front, so we shall see how good that that defense that offensive line has been improved for the Chiefs. But um, the Chiefs are going to be right there at the end, man. It's them and the Bucks. See, to me, I think it's them and the Bucks, and then there's everybody else, and then it's like everybody else trying to fight up to try to get to those two spots. Yeah, to me, I just don't. I mean, again, as long as you got my homie, man, you're 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 in, you're in, you're in. I mean, I mean that team is just so. I mean, look at the. I mean that offense, man. Even in games where they don't, you know, like tonight, Tyreek Hill didn't exactly ball out, but still, they you know they have. Miko Hardman, and they got this guy, and they got that guy. I mean, it just, they just, who, they're just an incredible you, offense, man. Who would you consider? And I'm not talking about, I mean, it's, we're only two games in, so record, it wouldn't really make a difference. But just off of your feeling, off of your opinion, who is the second best team in the AFC? Mm. It's hard to say. Obviously, that, that, two games, that, that, two that, games that, in, obviously. But that, on paper, mm-hmm. on paper, Second best team in the AFC. Man. I want to say Pittsburgh because of their defense, but their offense and with Ben is they just, they just is, lost TJ Watts. Yeah. Although is his injury serious? It's a growing. It's a nagging injury. Um so I I I, I hesitate to give you the Steelers. The Bills, for what we talked about earlier, there's just something about that team. Titans? I have the Titans. Before the season started, I had the Titans there, but so, know, they're, so they're, their line their line is so questionable. They're so, their offensive line is so bad that I can't... You know who it might be? It might be the Browns. I was going to say, so I would go... I would go KC Browns Titans. But see, that's the weird the weird thing is it might be the Browns, but I hesitate even giving you the Browns because of the Baker Mayfield effect. Yeah, I give you that, but I'm just saying as far as when you factor in the other teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, Cause, I cause mean, because I'll, I'll take the Browns weapons and I'll take the Browns defensive line. If you're matching both rosters up, I mean, their offensive line is better than the Chiefs. Running game is better. 
a wide receiver uh, skill set players, I would take the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, obviously, Chiefs. Defense, Browns. But the but the one you the know one the X- Browns should have beat them last year. Yeah, yeah. Listen, but the one X factor is is Mahomes. Yeah, he's the guy that changes the conversation, man. They was on Mahomes bumper in that playoff matchup last. They year. was, they was. Listen, <laughs> the the listen. The only issue with the Browns I see is Baker Mayfield, man. If the if the if the Browns had Stafford, if the Browns had, you know, any other like uh, ten other quarterbacks, that conversation would be a lot tighter. Yeah, so you saying because they have everything. You saying they have the everything Browns, else? If the Browns had Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah, Matty I'm Ice. Willing, I'm willing to go there. I mean, okay. he's still he, he's not Mahomes, but you know, I think the conversation will be a lot closer. Again, it's Baker Mayfield, and I don't want to say like Baker Mayfield's a scrub. I'm just saying, like, to me, there's just still a lot of question marks with Baker Mayfield. If is he that guy that can in that game and that in that game, Chiefs Browns, is he the guy that can win you win you that football game? It's left to be determined. Hey. One thing we know for sure, he'll have another year under his belt. So yeah, he'll he'll have the opportunity because again, that team's got it, you know. But we'll have the opportunity. Uh, my sources tell me before we move on and wrap up, uh, I missed the Broncos Jaguars game. There's nothing, nothing there. much to nothing, nothing much there. to talk about. I Shout will out say to the JL. Bron- Shout out to JL. The, the 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 I will say the Broncos have impressed me. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is balling. Hey, look who they played the first two games, man. Hey, man, it's the hey, listen, it's the NFL, man. You got to get every win that you can, bro. Come on, bro. They played. That's the Ra- that's the Raiders fan in them. Look, that's the Raiders football, fan in them. man. They had the that's Giants. The Raiders fan in them. They had the Giants. The Giants and the Jaguars, man. Hey, listen. At the end of the day, man, you got to put you got to play who's on your schedule, bro. I didn't even know Jacksonville had a team. <laughs> Oh, that is crazy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, though, man. This is a guy that, you know, all he just continues to do is just go places and produce, man. And somehow people are always trying to get rid of him. But he's got the Broncos 2-0 and um, with all the injuries that they've sustained. Um, so, yeah, credit to them. And then the Jaguars are... The Jaguars are the Jaguars. They're in the same boat as the Jets, man. Their, their season is about their young quarterback ascending... That's what their that's what their season is about. The Denver Broncos played two teams out of lose to Bama. <laughs> but I guess they're in the they're in the league, so yeah, yeah, they're yeah. considered a professional team. They're a professional team, although, although Trev Lawrence out there looking like the sunshine kid. Like, <laughs> so you're not a, you're not impressed with your with your arch nemesis there. What a surprise! The the cold part about it though is that um, like you know I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a part time Clemson fan. I like Clemson. Um, Trev got a long way to go. It's gonna be rough for him. Uh, as far as Denver, I've, as much as I talk about them, I've always respected them. But it's not the Denver that I'm used to seeing. But even though they do got some, to me they got some quality backs over there. It's just like, but the running scheme is not there anymore. Um, they dealing with some injuries as well. That defense is not what it used to be. Uh, but they do have a they do have a better quarterback. They do have a better quarterback this time around. So and they got weapons. 
Yeah, they got weapons. I just hope they lose the rest of their games. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just just lose all your games. Yeah. All right, and then we'll wrap up the recap with uh Packers line, the Monday night football game. That that's Packers all the way. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we hope so. You would think so. Yeah, that that to me, that's a that's especially after the performance last week. Rogers getting memes, and I, I've seen I've seen a meme today that said, uh, "Do you know how difficult it is being married to somebody that you don't like?" And that's what I think of when I think of Aaron Rodgers and and the Green Bay Packers is like. It's, it seems like he's just in a marriage that he just want to be out of. Yeah, that's true. It, he it, The body language is not, but A, the Lions are the Lions, and B, I think the Packers are going to be rearing at home against the Lions after that beatdown they took last week, all the jokes, all the memes. That coaching staff's probably been grilling that, that, that roster all week. I think the Packers are going to run through the Lions on Monday. And, and, and it's, it's in Green Bay, right? In Green Bay. Fans are going to be there for the first time. All you know, I know there was a, a little bit of smattering of fans, you know, as the season wore on last year and in the postseason. But for the most part, it's going to be fans in the, in the building for the first time in Lambeau. Yeah, I think the Lions are walking into I got an a ambush. Take. I got a hot take. I got a hot What's take. up? If the Lions make this game competitive, or if they're winning in the second half, uh, at one point. And during that game, we're going to hear those fans boo Rogers. Yeah, that that's that's interesting. I mean, look, they've booed him already. That's my um, guy, though, and that's my guy. That's my guy too. But I've been critical of how he's handled this whole situation, you know. And um, me and Josh both have been critical of how he's handled this whole situation. And I won't relitigate that, but yeah, you're right. It, they might boo him. Listen, I, listen, it's a it's it's a divisional game. It's a rivalry game, so you can never discount it being close. You know, the Lions might just play the game of their life in these divisional games. You never know. I just think, you know, to me, the best time to play the Packers is coming off a hard-fought win or a hard-fought loss. But coming off a blowout and an embarrassment like they did, I think the Packers are just going to run through them. I really do. I just think the – I don't think it'll be close. I really don't. Okay. So, but we still see. Hey, I'm no expert. You know, that's why they play the football games. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't think uh, I don't think the Packers are going to let up tomorrow against the Lions, man. This is an easy one. This should be an easy one. This is this is like when Alabama or Clemson play um, South LA Tech or some pushover. <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, I want to see that line. I want to see how much they got to. Pack that is interesting. Yeah that that would be interesting to see what that line is um, because you know. It's one of those games. All right, man. But good, good week of football. I want to, I want to get your thoughts on some things before we wrap up. I know we're getting close to the two. We are at the two hour mark, so I won't hold you too long, too long else. But I do want to have you, man. Anybody that knows Baylor, Baylor is like the mayor of Los Angeles. He is the governor of California. Forget, forget, <laughs> forget Newsom. Forget Larry Elder. Real governor here. Shout um, out to Gavin Newsom, though. <laughs> shout out to Gavin. Um, well, on that, did you, did you really, did you really think the recall was gonna, was gonna work? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out oh, to Gavin, man. Oh, man. Shout, shout out, out to Gavin. Gavin. Shout out to Gavin. Now, nah, what I really want to get your what your thoughts on are a couple of things. First and foremost, the Clippers just announced that they are nobody building building a new arena. 
in Englewood, California. Um, apparently, people care because it's faced some heat. You know, some 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 activists have called out. You know, you know the same the usual things where these teams and these organizations go build stadiums in neighborhoods and displace communities and people that have been there, basically oh. people of color, things of that nature. Um, you know, how do you feel about that whole situation? I mean, you're, you're on the ground, you're in LA, you're in the area, you're in Southern Cal. So you know that area more than anybody else. Um, talk to me about the dynamics of that. But they're on both sides though, because then I get it because uh, they're expanding and they're pushing people, they're pushing people out of their homes. Uh, so so far, stadium did the same thing. You know oh, I mean? Listen, every stadium has, has done it. You know, yeah. It, yeah. and I'm not saying it's right because every stadium has done it. I'm just saying this has been a long fight that most communities have had with stadiums. It's just like yeah. when you build a stadium in these neighborhoods, it's going to happen. I mean, as as a Laker fan, I'm extremely happy because I was upset when I heard they was actually coming along back in '99 with us, and I'm like. Nah, they, they got to get there. They can stay at the sports arena. Let them stay there. Um, but no, I mean, it's about damn time. And I'm pretty sure that mug is going to look beautiful. <laughs> you know? What oh, I mean? yeah. It's yeah. going to be solid. Um, and I'm going to be in there. I'm definitely going in there. But I'm just happy that they're out of the Staples Center so they can stop, you know, covering up our banners and, you know. With selfies. Uh, yeah, no, nah, nah, we cool with that. Be gone. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. They have an, uh, a full identity now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, y'all, that's y'all true. Can take, y'all can take those um, those playoff walls and hang those up in y'all own building. Factory, um, factory. Dog, where is LA getting all this goddamn money, bro? SoFi, not this yeah. damn arena. Oh, I can tell you where they getting the, the, that bread. First of all, they get half. California gets half of of everything. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is, do you know how much we pay for rent and mortgage out here? <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard. So I'm just like, <laughs> the rest of the world is shook up by fucking COVID, but California out here building stadiums left and right like it's nothing. God, God bless them. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah, they moving. God bless them. God bless them. And the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, man, is uh, SC and UCLA, man. Um, no, first, no. Of, f- first, first and foremost, UC uh, SC. I'll start with SC. SC, man. Uh, who do you think is going to be the next head coach of UC- of uh, SC? They talking to Kansas? Who, they talk- or who would you like it to be? Who do you think, and who would you like it to be? I will hope. I would like it to be the wrong person again. <laughs> you know, but you forget you a UCLA fan, huh? yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah you was a UCLA yeah, fan, yeah. I'm a UCLA fan, so. But this is the thing, though. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call myself the average UCLA fan as far as football because um, my beef is more with the SEC when it comes to football. Yeah, and we knew uh, in the early 2000s. Uh, college football belonged to SC and President and President uh, Bush and the gang. Um, so I've always rooted for them when they was outside the Pac-10 slash Pac-12, and um, you know, ever since they got hit, uh, they haven't recovered from it. And I've and I've low key even as a UCLA fan, I felt bad for them. You know what I mean? Because at one point that was our professional football team. 
You know, they own they own figure. They shared it with the Lakers, but they definitely own football when it came to when it came to Los Angeles. Um, but I did attend the uh, the USC versus Stanford game uh, in my UCLA gear. Uh, we did bump. I did bump into DeMar DeRozan, uh, gave him a nice laugh and I enjoyed watching them lose in the Coliseum. At the same time, it doesn't help the conference at all. And we know that's not the strongest mm-hmm. SC team. They've had better SC teams besides this team. Um, yeah. and, it, and it honestly, to their standards, is pathetic. Yeah. Point blank. You know what I mean? Um, I would love to see them run off the tables uh, for the rest of the season, but it doesn't – I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I got to check their schedule, but – you know, losing to Stanford, that was a big loss. Uh, they didn't win against Washington State this weekend. Washington State's a decent team. But it's it, you know, it's uh, – um, what, what, what can I say? I mean, I'm looking for Fresno State to go undefeated. Or, I mean, not undefeated, but at least for the rest of the season so it can make that that loss that we took better. Um, but, no, SC deserves better. Uh, so, we'll you know, we'll see. And the sport is better when they're better. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like it's like the Knicks getting back into the playoffs. It's like the Raiders playing better football. Um, college football is just good when it's, it's so much better when SC is winning. But as a UCLA fan, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I don't be smirking and giggling. Understood. Understood. Who do you, who do you put your fan fan hat aside for a second? Who do you think they will hire to be the coach? Um. Well, I mean, I think uh, our guy down there with uh, with the Jaguars, even he, you know, he said that there's no chance. But I've heard, Urban. yeah, I've heard, you know, I've heard coaches lie before. Yeah. Offensive coordinator from Kansas City has been called the enemy. Eric, yeah, yeah he denied. He's that. an LA kid. He's a South LA. Yeah. It's added to that because there's been a lot of like think pieces about what coach works for USC. You know, mm-hmm. what, what's the right coach? You know, do you hire just some regular old college coach that's coaching in middle America somewhere? Or do you hire a pro guy? Do you hire a guy that knows L.A.? What do you think? Being an L.A. guy, being a kid that's grown up in the area, you know, like, again, you know that city better than anybody I know. What do you think the perfect coach, not just even SC or UCLA, but just what do you think the perfect coach to get USC at UCLA back on track? UCLA is a different story. USC, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for that empire in Seattle to crumble and go be, go get that old thing back. That's the best fit. That's the perfect fit. Let's go get that old thing back in Pete Carroll. Uh, as he, far, he's seventy, man. He's not coming back. If he leaves Seattle, he's not coming back. But he's one of those cats that can never. He's one of those cats that could walk the street untouchable. Because of what he did with that program. And to me, it's not just about him. It's about the staff that he'll bring with him. You know what I mean? And the recruits. And that's where I'm going to bring in UCLA is that we assume that when we got Chip Kelly, that things will turn around instantly, not realizing that at the time when we did get him, we had the youngest roster in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes a takes a while for you to overturn that roster and get the players that you really want. And is but to me, it's, it's taking too long because 
when he was in Oregon, he stole most of our players out of our own backyard. Now you're in yeah. the backyard. <laughs> it's easier for them to just walk across the street now. But um, I'm 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 happy to see where we're at offensively uh, as far as UCLA. Um, I'm disappointed in the the game um, last night because those are one of the games that you're supposed to win coming off of a big win uh, against an SEC opponent. You gotta, you have to keep it going. Do you think that was almost, do you think that was almost a trap game? No, I mean, Fresno state, Fresno state's a good team though, too. They're a good good team, but I'm, I'm the reason why I'm going to say the reason why I'm going to say no is because this was a season where I, where I felt like, this is the turnaround right here. Mm-hmm. I think his offense is clicking. Uh, uh, DTR is finally getting it. I'm not saying that he's going to be a Heisman candidate. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, our running back, um, I would consider a Heisman candidate. Probably not that high, but up there. Um, and we still got a lot of work to do on defense. But, no, I think this was – I think this was another another statement game because, like you said, Fresno State is a solid program, or whatever. But after this, it's in cruise control. After this, we got both Arizona schools up next. We know what they're doing. Um, and then the only team that we really have to worry about inside of the conference is basically a, a, a Oregon and a SC. But you can't drop a game like that. I mean, it's good that they lost that game early in the season, mm-hmm. but. That only means something if you consider the powerhouse in football. We're not considered right. the powerhouse. I, I will say I think that felt like a trap game to me. I felt like after the high of beating LSU, and I know there was, you know, I, I get it, LSU, but they, they basically out-physicaled LSU. So there was a lot of, like, pats on the back. And for a young team like that that hasn't won in a long time, you felt there would be a little bit of a, at least for me, I think there would be a little bit of a letdown where it's like, oh shit, you know. Now well, we if they, if they, but if they would have gotten beat by uh, maybe ten or more points, then I would, then I would give you that. But this was a game where we actually lost it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We lost it, and then we lost to we lost to a cat who had a dirty hit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot tell me that his hip was not out of place because every single play he was grabbing his hip to the point where when he first heard it, I didn't think he was going to be able to come back into the game. But, yo, that's probably going to be his the highlight of his life. You know what I'm saying? No matter if he make it to the pros and do what he does in the pros, that game right there will go down as one of the best games that he's ever played in his life because he he thugged it out. Willis. Yeah, true. Yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah, I, th- I think UCLA's will be fine. I, I think, <clears throat> again, I, I listen, as a fan, I, yeah, you hate losing those games, especially a game that you should have won. But I think that UCLA is still on that progression of they're trying to come back. So, you know, you're still yeah, you got to win it. You got to win a Pac-12 to make it to, to, to show me that it's real. Win the Pac-12. And they, you know, still early, but they, you know, they're going to have the opportunity to at least get to a championship game. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. But just to wrap up with SC, um, obviously you brought up Pete Carroll, but if it's not Pete Carroll, obviously just Pete Carroll decides, yeah, I'm done. I'm not, I'm retiring. I don't want to, I don't want the job, whatever, whatever. 
what ingredient you think makes a perfect coach for SC? Um, as of right now, I would think it would probably be. Um, I think, I think with SC, you can only go to me right as of right now. You can only go two ways. You got to go dig deep into that alumni roster, or you gotta, or it's got to be a big name from the pros. It's got to be a big name. You got to be able to snatch a big name because USC is damn near. And when I talk, I'm not, I'm talking about as far as the brand. I'm not talking about as far as the, the production uh, year in, year out, uh, because it's, it's vastly different. But mm-hmm. their their branding is very similar to the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? When it comes when, when we're talking about as far as L.A., um, they were that team for the longest. And they're still that team, even though UCLA looks like a better team right now. Uh, they still have that stench of like, we're still the best team, still the best college program in the state of California overall. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, yeah. and, 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 it's, and it's respectable because when they were killing, they was knocking out. I mean, you see what they did to uh, Oklahoma, what they did to Auburn. Like, yeah. That's what they did. You know what I'm saying? They beat the Ohio States before. So. Yeah, SC's a, everybody knows, everybody that follows college football knows SC is SC, you know, and the sport needs them back. I, me personally, I would go Eric Bieniemy. I think he's, I think he's got the personality. Mm-hmm. I think he's coming from the pros. He's an LA kid. So I think there's that connection there. Let me say this. As a Bruin fan, that scares me. But as a Raiders fan, let that happen. <laughs> let, it happen. <laughs> let it happen now. Yeah, I think the enemy will be a home run hire, man. I think it will. Um, the more I think about it, I think USC needs someone that captures the spirit of LA, that knows the city, but not just an alumni, but somebody that could walk in, again, has those pro connections because, you know, all these kids, these young kids coming up now, you know they they're gonna know who Eric Bieniemy is. They're gonna know he's the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. You could he could bring he could he could he could he could FaceTime Mahomes on recruiting visits. Like you're going to get you a quarterback. That's what you're going to get. Facts, yeah. Which is they're in L. I mean they're in fucking California where quarterbacks are born and bred. So if nothing else, you know. So I think Bieniemy would be the hire for me. Of course, if you could get an Urban Meyer, you can get an Urban Meyer. I mean, it's Urban Meyer. It's one of the great college coaches of all time. But if it's not urban, what's his contract over there with, with the Jaguars? I'm not sure. I haven't watched it, but I haven't paid attention too much to it. But it's Urban Meyer, man. He could fake a heart attack tomorrow and you're stupid. It'd be done. <laughs> somebody, we, we just, somebody, we, just, somebody we know how that goes. Yeah, somebody, we know said, how that goes. Somebody said something like, you know, we got. You, you know, the healthcare out here is like, what? Like, oh man, oh my god, man, y'all are stupid. And on that note, I think we can finally wrap up this show. <laughs> the healthcare, <laughs> my man Baylor, man, I appreciate you so much for filling in for my guy Josh, man. Before you go, man, use these last couple seconds, minutes to uh, sell yourself everything that you got going on. I did a poor job of introducing you at the beginning, so let the audience know who you are and what you do and where they can find the things that you do. Uh, at Baylorism on Twitter, at Baylor the Great on all other social media platforms. Baylorism on TikTok as well. Um, 
follow me on uh well check uh tap in to btg for president open run with btg for more sports talk uh i, I mean i gotta give a, a shout out to my usual suspects over there at black horror humor uh the breakers radio and the lunch break i need y'all to tap into all of those different time uh content creators as well and that's it. I mean, we still got the, and the thread has still been going strong too. So shout out to yes, the Yes, sir. Well. Shout out to the thread. Secret society. Only access trust. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, man. Shout out to the thread for sure. Shout out to all those guys, man. Thank you again for you, man. And yo, when, when, before I let you go though, bro, it's been, a, it's been, a, it's been like a year or two since I've been on open run. I've been on BTG for president, my guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get concerned. You talk about me not having you on AGS, bro. I can remember like I did a, epi- a full on episode that got lost in the in the in the in the ethers of time, bro. Like I'm, I'm feeling some type of way about that right now. It did. But you know what, though? Uh, I got everything situated uh, as far as my equipment again. Uh, so I'm going to have that back up and running with more guests. And this is I think this is the perfect time. It all lines up seeing that we chasing our 18th ring. So we got basketball talk coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We didn't even get into the Lakers. Come on now. That's a that's don't another worry. story. For, hey, don't that's worry another story it. for another lay. Yeah. yeah, we got we got about about three more weeks before that basketball is starting to get a little heavy. Oh, and uh I will be making a trip to your city in the month of November for my birthday. So that's even that's even better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll be on the you'll probably be on the show before that. But I'm just saying, if you if 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 you want to get the audience a, a live a live production, you know what I mean? It's yeah. always just, yeah. just I'll let you know when I'm in town. But uh, yeah, man, thank you again for, for filling in, man. As always, man. And as always, you guys can check out the podcast. You guys know where to find us. Any given Sunday, available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, everywhere you can find podcasts. Go follow the show on Twitter at AGS Pod, on Instagram, AGS Podcast. Go follow me on Twitter at the Emmanuel Brown, Instagram at the Emmanuel Brown, Snapchat, Manny Bro 15. Uh, yeah, y'all know the deal, man. Thank you as always for listening, for watching, for subscribing. The podcast will be up tomorrow morning, so check it out. And, uh, you know, shout out to Josh again for the loss in his family. Hopefully, hopefully everything is good. Our condolences, both our condolences to him. Hopefully we have him back on the show next week. Um, but, all right. but for my man Baylor, I am Manuel Brown. This has been Any Given Sunday. We are out of here. Peace. Shout out to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs>